episode 21. Yeah. And three quarters. Don't know why it's three quarters. <laughs> Just because. Summer is around the corner. We're both looking delicious and tan. Yeah, we're both so much brown all the last week. We are so brown. <laughs> I'm got, so glad I'm not ginger. I got scorched. Gingers must be suffering now. I know. Yeah. My poor mum is not ginger, but has ginger tendencies. She's yeah. just super blonde. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't tan at all. Yeah, my missus is like that. She's, like, she's, not, even, she's not even like white. She's just like see-through. Yeah. 20 minutes in the sun and I get colour. Yeah, so Like I have to put cream on instantly on my tattoo. Otherwise, it, it's just like done. Yeah. All the whites and everything's gone. Just gone. Within 20 minutes. Yeah. I get knobhead tan. Yeah. Super easy. You know, if you're like wearing a cut-off yeah. or a vest. If I literally sit down for a coffee outside and I get home, like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Got, yeah, knobhead time, straight away. Yeah. So we're here, yes. It is uh, Friday, as per usual. We're back in the routine. Yeah. I like it. Back in the routine. Back on it. I've got my uh, summary. I'm going a bit... Oh, check it out. Look. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Oh, Bon Jovi so that, cut off. That's an interesting little... Classic. ...wash as well. It's like yeah. acid wash, but quite it's, subtle. It's just a... It, well, it's a wash black... I don't know if it's an acid wash. Looks I like just, it's got some texture to it. Yeah. I just liked it. Washed cotton. I think it's a, like a washed cotton. Might be slightly acid wash, but not heavy, yeah. But I just like that old school print. But it was when I opened it up and remembered when I was a kid and I used to get Guns N' Roses t-shirts mm. when I first opened them up. And it was like that, sent, like well, not sentimental, but yeah, I know you know, it sends you back. You have the instant moment of being like a kid nostalgic. again. Like, <laughs> nostalgic. Yeah, that yeah. was it. I was like, because <laughs> it's that old school print that like sticks to itself. And yeah. Yeah. I, it always reminded me of because I got a Civil War jumper. Yeah. And my, my mum bought it me from the a market store because it was the only place that sold the Guns N' Roses stuff. Yeah. And uh, it reminded me of that. And yeah. It was just a big skull face on the front, like the war-torn Civil War. It was yeah. a cool logo, the Civil War. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was reminding me of that. Yeah, you're looking very summery. Yes, uh, I even just found my uh, old school retro Nikes as well. Yeah, I'm looking like I just finished work because I did you have. just finished work. <laughs> I like the bandana though. Yeah, I've been wearing the a bandana. Bandana's a good look. Now. Yeah, I've, I've literally I've been called out at the gym. Like, what's what's all, all of a sudden the obsession? Like, I wore it one <laughs> yeah. day and then I was like, this is fucking amazing. And be then careful, I, you get a bandana tan. I know. Yeah. To be fair, I, when I was out, I didn't. I didn't have it. I, I've so. been bandaned. Bandana tanned. Yeah. Do you know I, I did shave my beard a little lower? Yeah. And I had a. a triangle anti-tan oh, where my really? beard had been yeah <laughs> so i had to like get out in the sun on just the left side just there just like to blend it in. covering the rest of your face yeah. trying to tan like a little yeah. patch yeah bad bit of fake tan on it in your fingertips just like <laughs> yeah. there we go that'll do oh that stuff's awful yeah i'm having to do that for the shows and stuff oh really yeah and sundays <laughs> yeah i did use fake tan once yeah. or twice i don't know remember why once for body well a couple of times for bodybuilding shows mm. Do a few base layers with the good old that. Yeah. But some, a couple of times, it's just vanity. Yeah. Wanting to be browner in winter. And then I realised it's so not worth it. Yeah. I don't know. I've never used it. It's, my legs don't tan as well as my upper body. No, I, don't know if I you, think that's true with everyone. Yeah. Is that yeah. always the case? Yeah. That, I've never I think it's just because they're exposed less. Yeah. Through true. life. Yeah. Yeah. My, my legs definitely tan noticeably slow. Yeah. Because you're not hairy, are you? So no, not particularly. Most, mine are quite hairy, but I buzzed them down yeah. so that they would tan. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. I'm like, I'm not hairy, hairy, but like, I've obviously got some more hair than that because there's <laughs> practically none there. Yeah, buzz that. I'm like a, a zero and a, like a half. Yeah, I do it once every like two months. Yeah, it's like, oh, you know, when you get in, in a bath and yeah. it's that sort of like seaweed. <laughs> I'm like, I need to shave it down. <laughs> <laughs> the hairiest part of my body is my legs. Yeah, same yeah. for me, really. Yeah. I've got like seven chest hairs. It's just such a chore. Yeah, I bet. 
especially the backs of your legs, because you can't really see what the fuck you're doing. Like what, your hamstrings? Yeah, hammies up, and then how far up the butt do you go? There's a question, do I leave, do I, do I just leave a, a, a hair hammock around the butt? Yeah. No, obviously not. Just like not. accentuate the butt cheeks a little bit, leave, leave. Yeah. Just, just like, you know, like Gymshark's like leggings have got like those little bits yes. of contouring yeah. in there. Yeah, contour the butt cheeks with the hair grade. <laughs> yes, <laughs> blend it in. Fade in. Just fade it into the butt cheek. There we go, yes. <laughs> See, this, we said this the other day about like when, the, when a barber's like trimming someone's hair and if they've got like a really the hairy back, back, do they hair. like fade it, <laughs> fade it into yeah, the, when, the Where's the hair? line? Where do you call? It. So there is like I swear there's a market unless it might already be a thing for just like body hair hairdressers <laughs> full full yeah they're just full like shave. grooming your entire body when you go in and ask for a full shave and then they take the top off yeah <laughs> yeah and, and then they come out naked <laughs> oh, it doesn't Jesus. specify there's, it just yeah. says a full shave just that's just stripping <laughs> so. oh, I knew loads of lads that used to have, to have like their backs shaved by their girlfriends really yeah because they're they were bad. Yeah. I'm fortunate, I suppose. I don't have any back No, here. I've got like sporadics on my yeah. shoulders and traps that are just like more on my left than my right side. Yeah. I don't know what it's expecting. I'm sure that's something to do with... Cause, like a westerly breeze? Because of <laughs> your heart being on the one side, that like the, there's more oxygenated blood on the one side. I'm really? sure I heard something. So yeah, apparently a lot of people have more hair on the left-hand side of their body than on the right. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's true. I, I'm, it I'm kind of would make sense though. Contemplating buying one of those laser guns. Other to like remove just to do it, hair. get rid of those bits because it's so annoying. Because mm. they're like they're not big enough to be sh- like grim, mm. but they're n- big enough. If I leave it, they get noticeable. Yeah, yeah. So I have to deal with them. Yeah. And then once I have to, I'm always on it because then I've done it. I have to keep it up. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like a self awareness thing. So I think if I get one of those laser things, just zap them off, mm. or like do a lightning bolt shape. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just trying to do something stupid. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I might have a look. Don't know if they're worth it though. I have no idea. They're expensive, actually. like uh, two hundred uh, quid. Yeah. All right. But then it's probably to be gone forever once you've done it. Yeah. Well, I think like surely I bet the treatment's probably because you obviously... treatment's well expensive. It's thousands. Yeah. To do like a well, that's full body. Yeah. But it's not cheap. It's hundreds of pounds per time. Goddamn. Yeah. But effective. Zap mm. zap. I suppose it just depends if you don't want to be hairy or don't want to. I'm not a fan of body hair, mate. No, neither am I. Never ever way. have been. Ever since I was a wee boy, a wee baron. No. Never liked it. Did your chest get hairy? This is as hairy as it gets. Okay, so it's kind of hairy. It's not, so it's, but it's, it's just your chest, though, isn't it? It's not. Yeah, like, I got very little down here, and then on on my stomach, it's yeah. just that pretty much that yeah. line. But here, that's as thick as it gets. Like it doesn't fill in. It's kind of just. Yeah. I'm here, but I'm not like. Oof. Yeah. I'm not not rest your head. Yeah. Puffy on there. Yeah. No, it's more like stabby. Yeah. Prickly. Little bits. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what. If I take a square inch, there's yeah. probably, well, like 40 hairs in a square inch. Like the space yeah. between them, yeah. you can yeah. clearly see. Yeah. Again, like what's the point in that? Either hairy or not. What's this half-ass shit my body's got going on? Yeah, unfortunately your body don't work that way, does it? it makes, I think it, it assumes I'm going to be in a pretty warm climate most of my time. And yeah. maybe in the winter I might need a little bit of something, something. Yeah, quite possibly. You didn't expect me to be living in England. Because I've got Cypriot heritage, don't that must, I? That must be it, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, Doesn't explain it for me either, though, does bitch it? Bitch, move. Mm. <laughs> terrible, terrible. How's your week been, mate? Busy. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So many, like, edits to catch up on now. Because yeah. I'm determined to get two videos out a week. And uh, I've got Cal on now. More, like, proper, full-time. Yeah. He comes down two, three days, smash it, get loads done. I've bought loads of kits so he can be more 
experimental with mm-hmm. stuff. We've got a professional gimbal now. Mm-hmm. We've got more drones. Um, invested in better lenses. Got like C log, which we're filming on today on the camera. I've started uh, utilizing that more. Uh, I just really want to take it up a notch. I started to get really like into the photography side of stuff, and I just realized how much you can manipulate images and stuff. And I want to do it with the video. Yeah. I want to make it engaging. Yeah. But creative at the same time. Yeah. But that's hard when you're teaching somebody the basics of doing YouTube. Yeah. And then expecting them to have these yeah, abilities these to do things. the creation I want to do. Because Carl's like skill set's very different, isn't it? Although yeah. obviously he's good at filming, but it's a different type he's, of film. He's basically an apprentice. Yeah. He's apprentice level. But the idea is if I can train him in my ways, yeah. then I can bring him on more and more and more into projects and put him forward for the stuff that yeah. I have to do for like contractual work and stuff that's paid outside of what I'll pay him. So he'll get paid by them instead of me as well, yes. which is beneficial to him. Yeah, of course. And yeah. that's why I was like doing that is bringing people through with you. I was like that idea. Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. And also again, just working with him quite a lot. He'll get to know your style and yeah. it'll eventually just. He's pretty good at taking criticism as well. Yeah. You know, some people get butt hurt yeah. about stuff. Yeah. He's not so much like that. Yeah. That's always good. I think. Yeah. He can kind of, cause I am blunt. Yeah. But I just can't be arsed with the wishy-washy. I know you're meant to make positive sandwiches, aren't you? Yeah, Start yeah. Start with the good, Shit tell sandwich. her what he's changing, and finish him with another good. Yeah. Whereas I tend to just go, here's the meat yeah. of the sandwich. Yeah. Just this is what's fucking deal with it. This is what's wrong. That's the fact. Everything else is sound. Yeah, that's the fact. Fix yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm, I, I appreciate I don't take offence. That's my problem, too. I think as well, it just depends on how you work with people. So I guess, like, early days, if you don't, if you don't know the person, you don't know how they're going to handle criticism, then potentially it can be risky. Once, yeah. you, once you've established some kind of a, a, a relationship or you've, I suppose, um, put the precursor in of, I am blunt, I'll say things as they are. I don't mean to be rude. That's yeah. just how I work. Yeah. And then they'll be like, okay. But it's how I talk to myself in my head. Yeah. yeah. So to me, it's like not out of place. Yeah. It's how I speak to myself. Yeah. Yeah, I'm similar. So, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm much more mindful of it now. Because I try to of be. of just work, having staff and working with different people. See, that's like, it, isn't it? But do you not think it's a bit fucking wishy washy? N- no, like, I, I know don't. you can seem tyrannical. Yeah, but it's also there's just like points. I think it, at the end of the day, for this, me, this, this, off you go. For me, the idea of having a team, we want to really like. I want a diverse team, people that are different, and that's a very good thing because it means we cover more bases. We think we have like a more diverse pool of thought which is going to be better for creativity better for just general ideas Um, and because the people are different that means they're going to respond to all different stimulus differently so criticism some people will take offence to it it'll take it personally so I feel like now as somebody who's a leader or someone who's in charge of other people or works with other people in a team it's the Gary Glitter of the gym world of the Gary yeah I am Gary Glitter now (laughs) like I have to try to take different approaches with different people to make sure that we get the most out of them because otherwise like I could have a team of people that dealt with criticism the same way I do very objective just deal with it and then move on but then we wouldn't be that diverse because everyone would think and act the same way so like for what my goals are by having that like more diverse talent pool of people I suppose Mm. I have to handle people differently. And I think it probably, it's a good skill to have. It's one of those things like, if I'm if I'm being spoken to by somebody I know knows more than me about something, mm-hmm. I will just listen yeah. and take it on board with zero kind of emotional attachment to it. Yeah, And that's how I assume things are. Because like, I'll listen to Cal about lighting and stuff because he knows more about it than me. Yeah. So I'll literally go, Cal, how have they done this? Yeah. Then he'll go, right, 
you can see from this shadow and this shadow, there's a light here, there's that there, and this is probably the type of light they've used because of the diffusion. And then they've bounced the light off this wall to get rid of that shadow. I'm yeah. like, cool. And then I just trust him with the light and go and do that, and he does that stuff. Yeah. So in, in my head, when I'm showing him something to do with editing, or a flow or a transition or why something shouldn't just be like as lit, like lazily slapped in somewhere. Yeah. Because there's a difference between like hard cuts in, in making an edit mm. where it works, where hard cut is part of the feature of it. Yeah. And then there's another points where hard cuts are just, you should have put transition there and that's lazy. Yeah. Like you've just slammed from one to another, just doesn't know it doesn't work and you should see that that doesn't work yeah. because of the flow. So I, when I'm saying that, I will literally go, this is shit. Yeah. Like that, look, watch this here. See how that doesn't flow? Yeah. Okay, cool. That yeah. there's needs to transition there. Yeah. Like little things like that. I, I think, literally say it like that. Yeah. No, well, come here, watch this. It see works this. well Bang. because that's how Carl works and he takes it well. So, yeah, like, so he'll, be, he'll like, just go, yeah, he'll be like, oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Because uh, like, I found out what this week, what he's been doing, he's been editing in patches. He's not been watching the whole thing back through. Mm -hmm. So he's been editing a patch, yeah. then moving on editing a patch, which is probably what most people do. You get a bit of work done. So you've done that amount of work, you go to sleep, go do some other stuff, and then you come back to it and do it there. And you assume the first bit you've done was decent. Whereas I'm really in habit, I will watch my own shit through like mm -hmm. three or four times before I export it. Yeah. To the point where I'm bored of hearing myself speak. Yeah. And I think that's the problem is people get bored of watching, rewatching. Yeah. You've got to, because that's when you catch the finer details. Because yeah. when you get bored of it, you're not listening to the meat anymore and you're yeah. picking up on all the little little things that don't work. Yeah. You've got to almost bore yourself with it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But again, it's it it obviously works, right? And like I I used to be like that where I'd be very blunt and to the point, and it worked very well when I was doing my other job. And the people who were around me knew that's that's, that's how it was. And I do fall back into those habits sometimes, especially when I'm when I'm very busy or focused on something. I'll I'll just be blunt and just yeah. cut it out. Whereas, but it doesn't always get the most. I think out sometimes of the you can buffer probably. it, like you said, by going. Uh, not being rude here, but just come listen to this. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, just, and then just at the end of it, you always just say, I just wanted to just get those points across simple and quick rather than faff and just be like, you know, because that's just not going to work ever, so we might as well never have that again. Yeah. Like, yeah. As well, I think, though, like the shit sandwich kind of is also quite valid because I think... I if, do if, try and do it more. If you, if you do that consistently by telling, you know, all the negatives, then people are only going to respond to, like, the stimulus that they're getting. If you're always saying this needs changing, that needs changing, and they never hear the positive, which I'm, I'm sure you do tell positives as well. See, you know, Bulge is looking good today. Yeah, he's looking beautiful there. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, he's a big bastard, isn't he? He's huge. He's <laughs> deceptively massive. Yeah, but you yeah. wouldn't, obviously, in, in theory, you wouldn't be using him if you weren't happy with his work. No, I think... So by default... Yeah, I, well, I'm always very... I'm a, I'm a fifth chance kind of guy. Yeah. Like, I'm very... Not forgiving, that's the wrong word. I'm optimistic yeah. in people's ability. To adjust to, and change. Yeah, to improve. fail, see the error, go again. Fail. Yeah. And and you're going to see, that's the thing is, you're going to see them do well at one part. And like with Cal, with the way he even structures videos now, is way better than when he started. Mm -hmm. He understands, because he's not into, his fitness is not his fucking thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's into hiking and shit like that. So he isn't that well watching fucking YouTube fitness videos and yeah. stuff. So to suddenly be chucked in to create a flow of that after being told what we're going to film and then how I want it to look in 10 minutes before we start doing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gonna, it's a, no, it's no, a lot no, to wrap your head it's around. A lot, it's a lot to do. And, um, already his flow is getting better with that state and then it's more my frustrations of my bad time management mm -hmm. that I then end up pushing on to other people because 
I need something that I need changing or needed done isn't done because I haven't checked it early enough. Yeah. And now it's on my head to fix it in the time to get it in the time frame I need. So it's my some of it. Sometimes it's my errors that I need to also buffer. Yeah, like, it's a big commitment, isn't it? The two videos a week. No, I think three is a big commitment. Yeah. I'm not saying two is a big commitment because if I do, I'm going to make excuses and I'm going to make it seem like it's a big deal. Whereas I'm very capable of creating you are, two oh, videos a week. You're 100 capable of if doing it. I get rid of the OCDness yeah. of this has to be perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect. It has to be 90 percent decent and get yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah. Because all the shit that, that makes that 10 percent up. You won't even notice. Oh yeah, one hundred percent right. Like like we were saying, like ages ago on one of the earlier podcasts, I was saying like a lot of the stuff that I watch is so it's just really raw, just hard yeah. cuts, or even literally just someone sat there talking about yeah. a topic. Like and I'm, I think I think drilling out content is better as well than yeah. creating a couple of perfect pieces. Yeah. I think just smashing it because one, you're hitting the algorithm more. Yeah. Two, you're more consistently uploading, which makes people pay more attention to you because there's always something to watch on your channel. Yeah. Same with Instagram. Yeah. There's always something to look at. That's how you need to be. Kind yeah. Of. Well, people people follow you for you. They don't follow you for your edits or they don't follow you for your transitions. No, that is true. But I forget that. And it's more my own pressure on myself because yeah. I want to be creative and I enjoy it. Like genuinely. So this is something I ended up not watching Max Tuning's videos as much because they were so, so much transition, so much like drone footage of the city and so much like I'm driving to Chipotle and then... It takes like a minute of him driving and you're seeing his Jeep from like 12 different angles. Yeah. And then I'm just like... Seeing it. I just, yeah, like I, I get that he's put it in there to like make it high production value. And fuck me, I, I, I am thinking, Jesus Christ, he, he had to drive down the road, <laughs> stop, get out, put his camera, yeah. leave it on the street while yeah. he drove past it again. Then to reverse back yeah. up the road to go and get it. I was like, there's so much effort. And he's just like... He's yeah. like that must be the only thing you did that day was just get a sandwich because <laughs> it was like so hard work. Yeah. It was like, yeah. but like, I was just like, oh, I, I want to see him because I liked his personality. I liked his training footage. So, I liked yeah. what he talked about. He's witty, isn't he? As yeah. Well, he's quick. Yeah, he's funny. And I just felt like the production value you know was what it is? That's because you were watching him a lot and so you saw the same stuff a yeah. lot and that's what Whereas the new people coming in, he's he, in his head, he's editing in case you've never seen him before. Yeah. And then maybe also, well, this is what people are used to seeing now, so I can't back off it. Yeah. Because there's another guy, How to Beast, is it? How oh, to Beast. Know. Like, I think he's one of the Alpha League guys as well. Like, I'm sure he's in that same kind of mm. crew with, um, I think he's friends with like Max Tune and Guzman and that. And um, his videos, very similar style, lots of like cool edits and stuff like that. But no, like, and this will be a video where he's talking about one topic. Yeah. And then he'll be like, he'll, He'll talk to you for like two minutes in his car about the topic. Then he'll go off, and there'll be some cool edits. And he'll go off, and then he'll finish. He'll do another like five minutes of talking while he's eating eating a burrito. Yeah, and yeah. then he'll go off, and then some cool edits. About the same and, topic. Yeah, the same so topic. And then he'll be in the gym, like so sat on a bench press, and it's still the same topic. And I'm just like, I just want to know about the fucking topic. That's why I clicked yeah. on the video. I don't want it like I don't want to have to like watch like a minute of like filler in between. Yeah. Unless the filler is purposeful. Yeah, like yeah. It, and like I understand it's to break it down so it doesn't feel like a long monotonous I, video. I called but... it years ago flashbang bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Because it is flashbang bullshit. It's, it is filler, but it's pretty bullshit. Yeah. That's the thing. It, and it's it's creatively probably feeding them. Yeah. Because they're trying new stuff and trying and things are smooth. And so for them, amidst them talking about the shit that they talk about every day all the time, yeah. these are their little reprieves of showing them more than what they're talking about, I guess. And as well, like, that's just my opinion. Like somebody else might love yeah, the fact, love, love it. the high production stuff. Yeah. But for me, I just I like I follow these channels for the people. Like yeah. I just want to that's very true. I just want to see more of them. That's it why used to be I frustrating have... when it was 
I called it flashbang bullshit at a point because everyone was focusing on these mad drone edits and all this yeah. stuff. And we were getting out of a 10 minute video, three minutes of actual video. Yeah. Like, and I wanted to see the people and listen to them or the journey or whatever. Mm. And uh, it did feel like it was just a way of yeah. hitting that 10 minute mark on, on YouTube because that wasn't, wasn't really like something to I think, do with I the... think intro, yeah. make that a cool little edit and engaging if you want one there. Yeah. And then if you're going from one location to another, mm. that's not going to be every five minutes. Yeah. Like you're literally changing a whole location. Yeah. And do something there where you intro into the new location. Yeah. And then carry just straight on. I really like that. Real like intro, bit of a mid change, but then after that you can just go raw. Yeah. Like I, raw and snappy chop edits. I remember it was probably a couple of years ago how Max had his video structured, Max tuning again. Um and I really liked that format where you'd just be talking about a specific thing. Um, just like normally in his apartment in the morning. Yeah. Then he would he would nip out, but then you'd get a little bit of an edit. And then you'd get a training montage of him in the gym, and then he'd be talking about something else. So it was it was a day in the life kind of yeah, style like vlog, a day run. But he had these edits in there, but they were purposeful. And he'd make like a really cool training montage, and that would just be fitted in. And then he would talk about what happened in the training session after, and like yeah. so it, it all fit. There was purpose to the yeah. to the prettiness as well. It wasn't yeah. just in for the sake of putting it there. Yeah, and like I felt like that was really. Uh, like, I, I think sometimes I think I think the whole community got carried away with uh, with the edits. Mm. I think it was all a, a one-upsmanship yeah. at one point, wasn't yeah. it? And now we're getting back to seeing more of just people wanting Wars to listen to people with information. Yeah. I do think it's gone full circle because even if you look at the really creative guys, um, there's a guy I've started following recently whose name I can't remember because I'm terrible with names, but he's really good at um, creating B-roll and photography. He does photography and he does, but he basically shows you how he creates his B-rolls. Mm. And so he'll do a vlog and he'll have all the stuff in it and he'll show you how he created it in another video and That's stuff cool. like that. And he'll talk through editing photos or talk through editing videos. Um, and I really, it's really just in, informative, but the yeah. way he does the informational videos is even really cleverly edited. Yeah. It's really, really well lit. Yeah. The whole environment is like very specifically structured in the yeah. way it's filmed. And then even like it, the movements from one place to another will be a transitional thing. Yeah. Even if it's a simple movement of shutting a laptop and moving to another camera, you know, it's like just done slickly. Yeah. Um, but they turn out like one video every day two weeks yeah yeah that's the thing mm, I know. but they you know they really they they do kill it because i guess they're doing both they're giving you something nice to look at whilst learning yeah yeah i guess that's a, that's a hard thing to do isn't it as well and usually what they're showing you is what they're talking about as well so it's purposeful yeah that's i don't know what his cool. bloody name is have you got any other youtube channels that you're watching right now I've just started watching a load of photographers and editors yeah stuff like that because i want to learn more about how these digital cameras work and like how we can what lenses i need how i'm to use it how i'm to use the histograms properly like i know basics of everything but i want to know why now yeah. like i want to be able to set this thing up and when something doesn't work i'm going to, have to look at it see all the figures and go that's what's not right yeah. whereas at the moment it's like that's not working and i have to fuck with everything yeah, until yeah, figure i figure out. out which one it is and i want to be able to just know quicker um but i've been starting to take really nice photos on that just on my own with the tripod mm. So some good Harley ones up this week that even I was like, like, fuck the guy on the Harley. I'm not asked about him. It was it was just the fact the light behind my shot and yeah. the book and stuff I've shown you before. Yeah. That genuinely made me a bit horny. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, watch this highlight. Yeah. Mm, see how that flares through and then blends off nicely? Yeah. Mm, that's a light capture, that is. It's with a bokeh of the gods. Uh, improving your skill set though, mate. I just so. enjoy it. I really enjoy photo editing. I wish there was... Um, I wish Instagram wasn't such a fucker. 
yeah. and just allowed creativity to be shared yeah. without this bullshit algorithm shite like it used to be. Like and, uh, it you saw used something to be sick, amazing. you just everyone would see it yeah. because everyone it was, everyone liked it was it, organic so it, yeah. and yeah, and you know. But now, like I, I see one of every thirty posts is something I'm interested in. Yeah, like the rest of it is just like, what did I see today? Fucking some bullshit lad bible things kept popping up all over the place about if this doesn't make you hate kids nothing will it's like kids hitting parents TVs with hammers and stuff like that you know when they're young yeah. caught on camera yeah. I'm just like what's it, what, yeah, why? what is this what's the point why is this it? even on my feed it's not shit I watch why is Instagram pushing this on me it's because they're they've paying. paid for it to be seen or whatever the fuck I don't know and it's yeah. just like yeah, I didn't like kids before. I don't like them now. Yeah. <laughs> well done. It's just a business, isn't it? That's unfortunately like, and I get, you know, money makes the world go around. Everything's got to, everything's got to be profitable. But creativity? Like, yeah. Instagram was originally a platform for photography and pictures. Do you remember? That's how it started. Yeah. But was it, a, was it a profitable business? Fucking Facebook bought it and th- mm. that's what it was. Yeah. Because the thing is as well, until, until we started kind of running Facebook ads for the business and things like that, I thought, Facebook was social media. Like that's what that's what most people think. They think, oh, Facebook is a social media platform. It is, you know, so you can communicate with your friends and share your statuses. That's, no, yeah. it's not. No, it's it's a it's an advertising campaign, and you all jump on there thinking it's something, but actually it's not. Because <laughs> the back end of Facebook, yeah. like what you what most people see of Facebook is literally the tip of the iceberg. There is so much more that's behind the scenes that you don't see. Yeah. And that is the actual purpose of it. That's what makes the you know, that's what makes the wheels go around basically. And it is just a big app advertising platform. There there is f- no interest in your fucking dinner or your status about taking your kids to the pool or whatever you're fucking doing it's literally just them selling you shit and like getting paid to do so never on facebook in a moment no i hate it i can't stop every time i do try and go on it like i've got hundreds of messages from people from like five years ago yeah it's probably Um, a big uh big task to try and catch up with well i don't because i'm never on it so if i reply once it's gonna seem (laughs) rude then because two years until i look again yeah um, but there's lots of people that do kind of just keep posting their lives on there, which people still do. It. It's still but popular. It's still the same old thing of. It's still more popular than Instagram, know, I think. It's uh, no, it's definitely not. I'm sure it is. No, it's definitely not because there's not even um, people under the age of 18 don't even have a Facebook profile anymore. It's yeah, a I know, dead platform. It, oh, it's, it will be dead. So, but uh, I'm I'm sure when I checked last, this was maybe a year ago though. There was still more um, interaction on Facebook overall. Oh, and what for businesses? No, just in general. More, more I know use. there is for businesses. Like It's definitely yeah. better for advertising now. Oh, it's definitely... Uh, yeah, I've noticed that as well. Facebook's way better. But I'm sure when I last checked it, there is more total... I tried doing some Instagram advertising. Yeah. I've tried it like last month or so because yeah. it is a pay-to-play platform now. Yeah. Shit, mate. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Makes no sense to me. I put like 20 quid on one thing and yeah. it did really well. Yeah. I put 50 quid on... Well, more than 50 pound on another one because it was a part of my contract things to do some of it. Yeah. Um, did less than the 20 quid one. Yeah. Just bizarre. Like, where's the logic? Yeah, it like because the the back end of Instagram advertising is nowhere because it's it it all piggybacks off of Facebook. So like, if you run your ads through Facebook, you can literally have it so it like you can duplicate everything. So when you post on Instagram, it'll post on Facebook, and you can do that with your ads. And then you'll go into the details after, and it'll be like, oh, I've spent a hundred pounds on ads. Like ninety three pounds was spent on Facebook, seven pounds on Instagram, and <laughs> really? you like you wonder why because it's just so heavily biased towards Facebook. Yeah, and I don't know whether that's because they know that it performs better on there, so it does it all automatically, or whether they just don't 
don't push it. But yeah, the it's definitely where it's going. It's a shame because all these people now, some of you guys listening probably, are trying to create little businesses and followings on Instagram and stuff like that. Mm. The I mean. I genuinely do think if you do pay to push anything on there, that's it, you're fucked then. You have to continually pay because I think it flags your account as willing to pay. Yeah. Like, we've definitely seen that. Like, once you do it, it'll give you a boost, and then when you don't do it for a bit, it literally culls your account. Yeah, I've heard that a few yeah. times. People have said that. And, and we've noticed when we've when we, like, boosted posts in the past, Yeah, then for, you know, a week or two after, the none of the posts seem to, yeah. to perform anyway. Because they, they, they're trying to fish hook you back in. Because mm. you yeah, and you, const- you constantly get bombarded by uh, like oh uh, you you can save eight pounds on your next boost and stuff like that. They constantly like what's that for Facebook? That's Instagram. Well, it's both uh. of them. Yeah, then they'll give you like a discount on boosting your next post or. Are you, is this talking through a firm using a firm to do it? No, no, no. This is through, this is through Instagram. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, you get a little. Oh, we have, to be fair, I haven't actually paid too much attention to it. It's one of the things that you see that much that you ignore, but then you'll get like the occasional little offer. Can you just see how many people who are using Instagram have seen, like mass changes? Have you seen mass changes in your likes when they got hidden? Because you know it's like revealing likes again now. Yeah. But giving you the choice to hide them, and everyone's hiding them. Yeah. Because nobody's getting the likes anymore that they used to. Yeah. Because everyone stopped it. Because it be so. They so first of all they go, we're going to hide that and they don't matter anymore. Mm. And then we're going to bring it back and make you all feel shit. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like just give us a fucking avenue. Yeah. Like and let us let us go. Like let us just constantly we're all chasing this fucking algorithm and we're we're losing that want to be creative and and create content that we want. We're creating content for the fucking algorithm and this is the way YouTube went wrong yeah. for a lot of people as well, including I'm, myself. I'm wondering if they're. Like, because there's got to be reason. They're not just fucking with it just because they're like, ha this will screw everyone over. No, I think, I think they are. They, I think they, they constantly want you to be chasing your tail to have to pay to be confused, to have to pay to get things boosted, be confused again, be willing to pay again. There is that I think possible. that's what it is. There is that do. possibility that they're doing it just to fuck people over and make people have to pay. These but platforms give zero fucks about anyone on them. Because I would think that they're almost split testing it to find out what's the most profitable. So they'll make some changes... And then be like, okay, how much how much are people paying for ads now? And then make some more changes and be like, okay, how much are people? And then when they're like, that okay, is all, that is their only so concern. So it's like, yeah, they're just that is their only concern because I know there. when um, Ben Francis went to meet with the YouTube, some of the YouTube CEOs, yeah, uh, as part of you know Jim Shark doing so well, and and um, they they all they're intertwined. Like even like Jim Shark went to see. They, they're all like talking to board members of Instagram and YouTube. They're all because you know they want. Jim Shark to pay them to yeah. be on their platforms. And Ben was really excited to go and, and meet with the YouTube CEO. You yeah. know, so it's going to be some really creative guy, all you know, about content driven and yeah. you know, this platform is created. And he said it was one of the most disappointing meetings of his life because all they talked about, yeah. all they cared about was ad revenue. That was the entire basis of YouTube was how much can a video make them on ad revenue? They didn't give a shit what the video was. Yeah. So if you had a video that was, for argument's sake, a minute long. Yeah. And it was a real heartfelt video about how you've found a possible cure for cancer. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And it's an amazing thing. I've got a video mm. that's one minute, one second long, one minute, one second long, yeah. of monkeys throwing shit at each other. Yeah. For a minute and one second long. Now, if your view, your video gets... 100,000 views. Mm-hmm. My video gets 100,000 views yeah. in the first few days. My video is getting pushed more than yours for the next days after because mine's a second longer. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I remember there was there's, a... There's zero give fucks for what the content is. Yeah. It's I remember for a while, everyone was trying to get to the 10-minute mark, because I, I don't know what it was, whether they got more ad revenue or yeah. something like that. So after, after 10, 10 minutes, minutes. So after 10 minutes, you can... You used to be able to... Up to 10 minutes, it would auto-put ads in. After 10 minutes, you could choose where you wanted to put the right. ads in and how many. Right. That's what it was, so you could create more revenue in theory. Right. I you liked didn't. it because you could reduce the amount of ads. Yeah, if you can. I hate... YouTube spams. Yeah. Oh, God. That's what, like I said in the last episode, fucking YouTube premium. Yeah. So, worth it. so fucking worth it. 11.99 or whatever it is. But I think, I think overall, after that very long and lengthy conversation about fucking algorithms and YouTube and shit, it, my point would be to everybody is don't be creative and push through. Yeah. Don't try and chase the algorithm because they're going to change it. The moment you think you caught it, they're changing it. Yeah. So don't worry about it. If you're creating good, informative content, you're not taking selfies in a bathroom with a urinal behind you and then quoting some deep Socrates. emotional <laughs> yeah, life quote and then posting that picture alongside it. Like if you're creating fun footy, uh, fun content that people you think has value to people, then keep doing it. Don't worry too much about it. Just get it out there, put it out. And like I said, be 90% happy with it and just put it out. Yeah, it is a, it's, a, it's a losing battle in a certain extent. And I think... There will be other platforms like TikTok and whatever else. There'll, there'll be more that will come out because everything runs its course. No matter how, how big you think it is, it'll run its course. It'll die out and then something else will come Yeah, just use each platform to fuel different forms of creativity. Yeah. Use the Instagram thing to get better at photography and, and just use that as a reason. Like, you take a great picture. Take pictures for the joy of taking pictures. Mm. And then if you get an, get a good edits to go up on the Instagram, bonus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it's one of those and you just keep kind of going because my, my photography has come on leaps and bounds because of Instagram because yeah. I want to create better imagery on there. So that it has that, you can turn it into a positive even though like Instagram is frustrating as hell. Yeah. It really is. And the fact that they're trying to, the first they went for IGTV and now they're going for Reels and now it's just do some fun, just, just be creative. What's Get your, me. what's your least favorite platform? Uh, Twitter. Yeah. I'm never ever on it though, so I don't know if I could really say that because I never used it properly. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I've got like 20,000 followers on it or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I never use it. It's just so negative and horrible. You just, you it's just need a to platform just, of. You doom. just need to tweet, just like bum cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> just see what happens. It's literally completely so, random. I, I can't because it'll, it'll turn up. I'll do it at the end of this. I'll, yeah. just, I'll just tweet. Just tweet bum, bum cheeks. cheeks. Hashtag crewcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just for no reason at all. Yeah, yeah. After it's like it's been dormant for like two I, years. It really has. I don't think it posts unless it auto posts yeah. from other stuff. I don't think oh, I ever do. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I ever do. Maybe I should use Twitter. I know it's very uh, tons of people on it. Like yeah, it is, yeah. it's celebrity fueled, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But I don't think you can really. Don't know if you can do much with Twitter other than it's just random cause problems that pop into your head, isn't it? Yeah, and risky things that you probably shouldn't say. <laughs> And stuff that can be brought back up in ten years. Yeah, to be honest, like, job. I don't think you should. I don't think you should go back. I don't think it'd be good. I don't, for you, honestly, don't like the way it. your brain works. Yeah, the way think... my, yeah. At the time, things are funny, and then you go, oh, oh, oh no, a year ago, yeah, yeah. that was funny. Probably Not shouldn't anymore. have said that. Now. <laughs> so, I actually started listening to um, a, an audio book today, um, and the author made a, a funny, like, kind of, an, I don't know what you call it, a disclaimer at the start or something like that. Yeah. Um, and he said, like, he wrote the book in two thousand ten. Um, and he's been meaning to to get around to you know pr- producing the audio version of it for for ages because he said he always wanted to 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 voice it himself. Yeah. He didn't want an actor doing it. Um, and anyway, so he did this in like t- t- 
2018 or 2019 so it's quite a few years later um and he said like in the in the years past after the book came out um i've i've picked up a little bit of flack from using only male pronouns in there um so i'm assuming i haven't got very far in the book so i'm assuming like when he's talking about something it will be like and he did this and he did that oh, right, the whole yeah. book. um and he's like so i and he's like that was the decision that I made at the time. And he said, like, now how things have changed. And, and in hindsight, I wouldn't have made that decision. I probably would have had a more more diverse range of pronouns as I go through. And said, so then when I, when I came to actually record this, um, I had the choice whether to actually retroactively change oh, yeah. change yeah. it or I could stick with it. And he was like, and for, for reasons that are my own, I've chose to, to keep it as it was. It. Yeah. Um, but also I respect your opinion to, to not like it or yeah. basically. And I was like, fair enough. I think that's quite an interesting what way. What else of, can you do? Of, yeah. Like yeah. he said what he said, shit, it happened in the past. It was a different time. Like yeah. he, all of the, all like, I don't know. how like, I don't get the full pronouns thing. I, I understand that it's really important to some people, but like, I think those people need to get a life. Yeah, I think it, I think it's probably. I think people you need being to, if you're worried about how people say he, she, or it. Yeah. Fuck me, you've not got enough going on in your life. I couldn't think of anything that means less to me right now in this yeah. world. Other, um, maybe the only thing that means less to me than that would be the news. <laughs> we need to pour this, mate. Oh yes, uh, yeah. God, man, we've ranted uh, this week. We're it on one that many of you might have actually tried. This isn't a bizarre bones. one. Yeah, but it's one that we haven't tried yeah. and one that we constantly do. Now, I have had it in mixers only, never had it neat. And I had this bought for me, so I haven't bought this. Yeah. And this is Crossbones Premium Dark Rum. Back on the pirate room. And I do like this one because it does have a big skull pirate exactly, face yeah. on the back in a nice silhouette black on black. It's a very nice looking bottle. Mm, it is. It's very Gold small. writing, which is, um, what is it when it's not embossed? Debossed. When it's sticking out. Um... M- that's embossed, isn't embossed it? Embossed is... Deboss is... Pr- What's it when it's punched in? pressed in, yeah. embossed is out. I yeah, so that's embossed in gold lettering. Limited release, this one as well. Never knew that. Mm. There we go. So this is, uh, yeah, premium dark run. You know what a- we need to try and get hold of? We need to try and... Ooh, we need to try and get hold of that Burning Barn limited edition because they've got one that's coming out. It's like yeah, so we're 50 supposed, to be doing, supposed to be working with Burning Barn, getting some air bits uh, for to try for you guys. So we've got a limited edition one coming out on the did you say 7th? Yeah, it's the 7th. Oh, we'll message them tonight. We're supposed to be going over. I'm going to be doing a bike vlog. I'm going to ride over. Here's the idea. I'm going to ride over to Black Country, do a vlog on the way, on the bike, train, have a bit of a montage mm-hmm. at the training, training montage when I get there, and then ride over to Burning Bar from there because they are based in Sullyhull, which is about 40, 45 minutes from your gym. Yeah. And so we can fly over there, a bit more of a vloggy vlog on the bike, and then go and have a look at their what their little uh, rooms and practices and what they've got going on. So they're yeah. quite interesting. Yeah, they got it's a... It's like a quick blast of a thing, you know, we're here, bam, 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 and this is what we're going to try. Yeah. The, the new one that's coming out is a, a beer barrel finished vanilla rum, and it's 54.5%. Do you know, immediately when you say that, beer barrel finished rum, yeah. do you know what comes to my head straight away? What? Butter beer. Butter beer. Butter beer. Like as if it's like in the realms. Because yeah. it says vanilla, beer barrel, and the rum. I'm like, yeah. Butter beer. Yeah. And it's so the it's Burning Barn and this other company dot I think it's Dye Brew or Dig Brew. Um I'm pretty those sure. are very different letters. How yeah. are you not knowing? So you do an E or a G or a Z. Well have a look at how the Is text, it weird the text? text? Yeah, it's almost like oh, goosebumps. Okay, I'll take it back. 
Oh yeah, Digbrew. Yeah, Digbrew. Yeah, I'm sure. So I've seen that logo because there's the so uh, to the crossbones paw. Oh yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be a paw. I don't think it's gonna be a glug. Yeah, it's lovely Ooh, color. That's very it's so much dark. red. That is very dark. It's very golden. That is quite. Oh my god, that smells strong. Crikey, what's the percentage? Crikey, mate. Crikey, Charlie. I'm getting very good at not swearing so much and saying things like. I stood on a thistle the other day. Forty percent it is. Yeah. Stood on a thistle the other day. Instead of being like you little bitch, I stood and I went, oh jeez. Crikey, <laughs> mate. What is the smell of this? Oh, that is very. Oh, what is that? You can definitely smell that spice. There's, mm. a, there's a hefty spice tone in there. I don't think this is going to be very sweet. No. So it says on the back of it, it's a Crossbones Premium Dark Run. It's beautifully opulent. Good words. Good words. Opulent with notes of treacle toffee, baking spice, and fudge, which suggests lots of sweetness. Yeah. Uh, a delicate hint of smokiness. Ah, there we go. Is followed with a smooth, lengthy finish. Good. Mm. A little bit lengthy. Love a lengthy finish. So that is what the smokiness is what's overwhelming my... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what's overwhelming here. But you can smell a bit of that treacle behind that. That because treacle doesn't smell sweet, does it? It smells quite. It's got almost bitterness to it. But... Yeah, like a bitter smell, and that's what you can smell as the treacle and the smokiness. Oh well, are we letting that get down. I'm gonna just think? leave it a minute. Yeah, a couple of minutes. So well, we're forty minutes in. We've had a good old adult rant. Yeah. So let's get on to some silliness. Yeah. What are we gonna talk about today? I don't know. I haven't th- really thought about it, mate. There's I've lost more... an entire pair of jeans. Oh. Is this what you were saying? Earlier? In the house somewhere. Yeah, see these jeans I'm wearing now. So these yeah. are Levi's. They're called, um, oh, what are they called? Jeans. Something crafted. No, um, they're, oh, bollocks. <laughs> Why is my brain so shit? <laughs> <laughs> they're called something like, um, it's not cut and crafted. It's something and crafted. And it's like they're limited ranges where they'll use right. Japanese denim. Yeah. And they're, they're like really specific cuts right. and finishes to them. And they're yeah. only limited. And yeah. once they're done, they're done. Yeah. And this is the like the crafted range is the ones you want to be looking at if you want some good Levi's jeans. And I found these in in a Levi's store on a sales section, randomly just like folded up and chucked onto a onto a shelf. Mm. But I saw the wash of them mm. and I pulled them off. I was like, oh, they look nice. And then they were like a thirty three waist. I was like, God damn it, mm. a big fatty waist on it. It's not going to fit me. I thought, you know what? Maybe I'll belt it. And I'll get away with it. Mm. Anyway, they're a crop leg. And they're all, obviously, you can see, they're all ripped up and nice and pre-washed and stuff. Put them on, feel like a freaking dream. Yeah. So what I found out now is 33s fit my upper thighs really well yeah. and sit really nicely. And I just have to wear a belt with them. Yeah. But it's not like, but they sit low on my hips. Yeah. They don't fall down. Yeah, they're not They're not like, there's not an excess yeah. material around So these. this has a really specific name to it, which I can't think now. So this is really useful. I'm telling everyone about these jeans that you're not in the name of or can get because I can't tell you the style. No. So anyway, <laughs> what, where are these fucking jeans? The so, I, jeans, but the thing is, these got, I got them from the sale thing and then I, I was like, these are so cool the, and I'm going to wear gonna these so twice. much. Yeah, I'm going to fuck them up, so I'm going to get another pair. Yeah. So I've bought the same pair again, and I haven't lost that. But what I did find was with the cut that these are, and they're a cropped crafted cut, they're a cropped leg, um, which if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see my girly ankles sticking out the bottom. My calves are there. I will prove it. Look, they're, they're right at the top. popping there at the top. They're just hidden. So at the moment, it just looks like I've got yeah, <laughs> no legs whatsoever. Um, they, uh, I found them again, the exact same cut and wash, but they're not as fucked up. Yeah. They just have one patch on the knee and the rest of them are, p- are perfect. Yeah. They're the ones I've lost. Ah. I've worn them once 
Got them in that because then I have two pairs of the same cut but not the same look. Yeah. So I've got one, the exact pair I bought secondary of this is, is hung up nicely, label still on and will be until these get proper fucked. Yeah. But the other ones are supposed to be wearing, I was supposed to be wearing them in. Yeah. And uh, lost them. How do you lose a pair of jeans? How do you lose an entire pair of jeans through COVID as well? We've not even been anywhere. Yeah. Did you have any rampant action anywhere and just threw your jeans off and forgot about them? <sighs> Only if I did it in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. Yeah, that's my uh, daily, the, the my today's discovery. Thief. Well, it wasn't today's discovery actually. Today I tried looking for them again. Yeah, can't the find jeans them. Jeans thief. Someone's like Somebody's sneaking in. Hoisted my jeans. Yeah, you know, like people like there was like a thing with someone stealing like women's pants from washing lines. Like someone <laughs> stole someone stole your jeans from your washing line. I wonder where they are. Someone snuck past. I, say, I bet you they're in a... I'm terrible, right? I'll go on a tri- I'll go on a trip. Yeah, which I'll always overpack for. Yeah, and then when I get back, I'll never unpack. never unpack it. Should we have a sip of this? Yeah. Cheers, mate. Clink. Oh. Skull glasses. Yep. Skull and crossbones. Okay, here we go. So remember, treacle fudge, smoke with a lengthy finish. <laughs> well, it's it's not as spicy as I thought it'd be. It's quite bitter. Mm, it is. Ooh, There's not a lot get... of... Ooh, a back end, bit of heat. Very little heat though, just warmth. Yeah. I'm getting the treacle the through right at the end. I didn't like that taste. The initial taste is quite strong, isn't it? It's like yeah. alcohol, quite yeah. strong alcohol. Try again. Second sip usually builds that bit down. Mm. It is bitter. It's mm. bitter. Yeah, I can get. I definitely get some of the treacle, but it's the aftertaste. You get like. It's like the bitterness of the rum and the bitterness of the treacle. Yeah. Right at the start. Yeah, it's like bonfire treacle. We're mm-hmm. not talking like golden yeah. syrupy type treacle. Yeah, yeah. This is proper dark. Yeah. Dark treacly taste. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think it's not bad, but it, I, I it's don't... not my favorite. No, it's not one of my favorites. I think a little bit more of the fudge in there would have made it a bit. Mm-hmm. Would have balanced it a bit better. Yeah. Don't really get much of the smokiness once you drink it either. No. I think, again, most of this is masked by the bitterness. Yeah. Like, I'll get a little bit of smokiness. Lengthy finishes, right, though. That taste stays in your mouth even now. It's still Yeah, I'm still like... Treacle, that treacle bitterness. Mm. I guess if you like bitter, if you like bitter stuff, if you want a fan of that, that's a good rum for you. If a lot of the rums... If a lot of rums end up to be a bit too spicy or a bit too sweet for you, then the Crossbones Premium Dark Rum, if you like your bitter stuff, you'll probably love this. Um, it's definitely it, got like an interesting taste. It, it would definitely mix well with a with with a, a sweet and a sweet mixer. Yeah, yeah. you know a bit like a, a ginger ale or um, yeah. something with lime as well it could probably quite well. Yeah, I think that I think that it's all right. It's just different. It's, it's not as I don't know. I do have a sweet tooth. I do like some of the sweeter things. So maybe that's my bias. It's very smooth. It does, just, does not burn your throat one little no, bit at all. No, it's very easy to drink. Very easy to drink. Definitely, definitely want that over ice. Yeah. You definitely want that over ice. Yeah, God, that would be very harsh. That would be harsh with that, yeah. I need to drink this week, mate. I need to drink. I was saying earlier, like, <clears throat> this week, I feel like I've had a... Re- like a, I've got so much going on at Why the are we both so, looking so fucking tired, mate? I am tired. Neither of us are trained all week. Let's just get that out of yeah, yeah. Neither of us are trained. I've trained once this week and yeah. it was in I, my garden where yeah. I dragged my entire shit into the sunshine outside. Yeah, I saw that. I was story. fed up. I was so fed up of not training. Yeah. But then I had so much just on my plate to get arranged and get edited and deal with. And I had stuff come up that I didn't anticipate having to start now. And there's some things I forgot about that I needed to get done. Blah, it's all built up. 
And by the end of it, it was just, I was sleeping like shit. Mm. And so I was waking up knackered. Yeah. And it was taking me so long to get into my day as in like, into the edits and into just filming or planning and stuff. By the time I got stuff done, it was seven, eight o'clock at night. Yeah. And the last thing I could feel like doing was driving yeah. to the gym. And then, but lazily, I just didn't even pick up the dumbbells in the house. Yeah. And I should have, but I don't know. Sometimes you've got to be like, maybe I needed a couple of weeks off. Yeah, sometimes, it, again, it's more the, more the mental break than the physical break, isn't it? But I think that's what it was for me as well, because I haven't trained all week, which is, you know... That's very that's, unlike you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't missed a single session for, like, literally since the beginning of the year. Every I've been in, like, five days a week. I know I just solid, I every, slept on my shoulder and hurt it yeah. before the um, Harley days, the Harley ride. Mm. And I deliberately didn't train for three days prior to that to make sure my shoulder was not going to give up on me. Because we were ragging those 250 kilogram bikes around mm. the freaking back end of the mountains in Wales. Yeah. And I had to save that thing a couple of times when we were taking it over the mountain bike trails. Yeah. Like I had to literally Look. hoist it back up. Yeah. yeah. It was like, I tweaked my knee a little bit on one. Oh, it really? nearly went down hard. Yeah. Because yeah. I was ragging the fucker around. Yeah. When it's not mine, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, and I was with a guy who was like a Dakar, uh, like desert race fucking champion. And he's yeah. just like, yeah, we just pin it around that corner, yeah. give it a go. He didn't, he didn't care if you binned it either. Yeah. Like, he's like, that's what they're designed for. Yeah. There we go. So I did, but then obviously you still have that care of not wanting to drop it. Yeah. So when I did go you to drop tried it, to save I it. saved it every time. No, I didn't drop it. Yeah. yeah. Saved it every time, but at my own detriment. Yeah. Like yanking that fucker up. And um, so I got back. Obviously, I've got the fat bob with Harley from working with Harley now. I've been loving being out on that. Mm. And I went on a proper jaunts because the sunshine was out. I was like, I wasn't aware it was going to be two weeks of sunshine. Yeah. It's normally it's three days and it's bizarre. Yeah, so I was gone. like, Right, work's done this day. I mean, all work done today, tomorrow, and I'm out all day tomorrow. And I did, and I rode that motherfucker. We rode like, I went and, oh, I didn't tell you, we went and met up with a couple of guys. So on the Harley trip, mm. I met a guy there yeah. who just got chatting, and then we just went out for a ride together and met him. His I think I saw mates. on your story, you were like, you got Dude, all the bikes yeah. lined up. All of us riding, we had the Triumphs, there was Harleys, there was old Diners, there was uh, my mate on his CBR 600, mm. which was hilarious because when he was leading, because he had his all wired up yeah. so that he could see his sat-nav and we could go where we were going. So it basically looked like <laughs> this sports bike was being chased by a group of Harleys, <laughs> like he'd done something wrong and we were after yeah. him. <laughs> And then it was great. We rode all the way. We rode all the way through the the B roads and Wigglies, all the way to um, where did we go down to? Towards I want to say Leicester Way. Rode that. We did over two hundred odd miles in one day on Harleys. When some of these boys had like hundred mile tanks on them, like Mm. peanut tanks. Mm. So we were riding on. Like we were doing it where you do the boys have got 10 miles in the tank we need to yeah, <laughs> we're going to have to find somewhere soon and then later in the day two more boys turned up yeah. I met loads of sick people so there's all these guys so the guy I met from the Harley um, uh, ride he was just a normal dude he wasn't influenced or nothing he just knew some, one of the guys yeah. who was with Harley so he managed to just get a space yeah. um, just to be at the day you know join in um, and so that's how I met him there he just turned out a really sound guy really easy um, shout out to Ori is his mm. name yeah. which he can't Ori. forget because yeah. I thought he said Oreo to yeah. start with I yeah. was like man your fans love biscuits <laughs> <laughs> and and then he, he was like oh I think I'm up in Shrewsbury you know riding next week I was like oh, give me a shout 100% those boys are riding for three days three days doing yeah. that for I had to say no on the, like, the end of the day because I knew if I stayed with them yeah. I would just want to ride and yeah. I had work to do so yeah. I adulted and came home yeah. and I'd Good like to point out not only did I adult come home I adulted and come, came home from being given the option to sit around a campfire mm. 
drinking whiskey and then going to sleep in a tent in the woods. Yeah, that's pretty. That good. was painful to walk away from. Adulted, yeah. but yeah. So went out riding all day. And the next day, woke up shoulder fucked mm. again, like yeah. proper. But like, worth it. Yeah, worth you gotta it. Do these things. But it, it just is like one of those. It's like okay, well, guess we're resting it for another few days. Yeah. Whereas really, what I should have done was gone and done legs. Yeah, it's easy done, isn't it? That's the thing when your motivation's feeling wrecked. that way. Like, but yeah, it's it's weird. Like this this week, I haven't had a, a week like this at all year. This is the first one where like. I've properly felt fell off the the wagon with with a lot of things because I've got so much going on, and sometimes it's almost I don't know if you ever feel like when you've got that much going on, sometimes you actually feel you're least productive. Yeah, 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 because you're trying to do so many things. Yeah, and you're just like jumping from thing to thing. But the, you know, I yeah. have been cracking on with stuff, and I feel like I need to. I, my problem is it's like one focus. It's like if I have to crack, if I've got so much work to do, I have to put my focus into that. Yeah. And if that takes up all my day and I can't get to the gym, then it's tough shit. Yeah. Because that work has to be done. Mm. And it has to be done to clear away so that you can go and do the gym and the filming and all that later. Yeah. Otherwise, the whole thing just falls. Yeah, of course. So sometimes you have to take these short breaks for long-term gain, yeah. you know? It's one of those. And also, I think we said it the other week, we need to start training in the morning. Yeah, that's that's literally like I've, You can I've, work into the night, can't you? And then go straight to bed from your laptop or whatever you're doing. Yeah. What you can't do is work late into the night and then have to get up, prep your shit, get in the car, drive, get to the gym, do your session, then drive home, yeah. then get back, decompress and try and sleep. Yeah, because then it's not Why do you think again. that's ever going to work? There's nine steps there yeah. between putting your, stopping on your laptop and then getting back into bed. Nine yeah. steps. Yeah. One of them is a fucking entire workout. Yeah. Like, it's just not going to work. Unless that's your only possibility, yeah. then you make it work. Yeah, exactly. I think... Um, but it's not. We can go in the morning. And we yeah. Should. Yeah, like that's pretty much through the whole of lockdown. I was training first thing in the morning. And yeah, you were killing it early yeah, doors. Like everything, like that's the the thing is since I moved house. So this is it. Everything is situational. Like I've fucking talked about the book Atomic Habits multiple times. Yeah. Um, and like a big part of habits is triggers. Like why you have these triggers to do the habits. Because I've moved house, all of my triggers that I had in place are now not there. Like all of these things that were built into my routine have now changed, and that's not. It's not. It's not an excuse. It's more just like I need to now be proactive at either building in new triggers or kind of trying to like build in get those old triggers back. Yeah. Stuff like not taking any of my supplements. I haven't taken any of my supplements since, like, since I've uh, moved in the house because yeah. and you I had have, a like a freaking buttload. Yeah, in I, that I huge yeah. pillbox. Yeah, exactly. I I got loads cuz I went from literally taking I haven't taken supplements in years and then at the beginning of the year I was like fuck it if this one if you know if a couple of these supplements will give me half a percent improvement here or a quarter of a percent there. Yeah. I was like if I if I try all of these then what's the harm as long as I'm not taking anything that's like going to negatively impact me everything mm. was like recommended doses and whatever else. Yeah. Um and and yeah, I was taking a shitload of stuff. At some point, I'll I'll list it all out if I can remember it. I've but, I've uh, kept it up. Yeah, I've kept that up. You've done and really well, so far. Yeah, I, I just yeah, because the protocol thing that you gave me to do requires you to load it and do all that to start with. Yeah, I, I've been really on it because I was like, if you miss it, you're fucking up. You've got the load period, and it's not going to work. Yeah, so I've really stuck to that, and I just. My day, the time I take it in a day has not been regular. Yeah, <laughs> but I get it in every day. Yeah, and then. I think I put it up on Instagram as well. I put it up on Instagram. Like I made the choice to go and ride my bike knowing it would fuck my shoulder up. Mm. I made the choice to know willingly suspect I wouldn't be able to train for a few days afterwards after going out riding. But I made the life choice of going, well, what's 
what's going to make you happier yeah. this week? And it was 100% going out on the bike. Mm. Like, it was then, your post today, right? On what did you, what? Yeah, my post today was, a, yeah, I did in that. I was put, um, be rich in experiences and memories. Yeah. Because that's what'll make you uh, feel alive. Yeah. That's no, a good it's point. It's true. And it is true. And I feel fucking amazing after, you know, being out on a ride. Rode all the way to... So I did all that riding, then rode again all the way to Lake Verumi and went all the way around that. Did all the, the uh, Welsh mountains again on, on the Fat Bob. Got some awesome... Fucking... Rode, uh, went onto the lake, got a kayak, canoed out. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. An hour and a bit. Dude. Hard. Yeah. Hard work. I was like flying on the way there, not thinking, hey, Lex... Why do you think you're moving so fast? Yeah. I was like, because I'm a stud. Yeah. And then nature was like, no, it's called a current dickhead. <laughs> Guess what? You're going to have to go back against to get back to where you started. Nice. It took me 20 minutes yeah. to move about 40 meters at one point. Yeah. It was like, there were eddies as well all the way through the lake. Yeah. So at some points, the canoe would just suddenly start spinning. Oh, yeah. And no matter what you did, it was yeah. just like, nope, you're 360 Goodbye. in it. Yeah. yeah. And this one guy was out with his kids. Yeah. He, because you could go down one way of the lake and then cut across relatively okay, like you would move with it quite well. But the moment you had to come back on yourself on the left hand side, it wanted to push you into the shoreline. Yeah. Uh, the whole way the tide must have just been going, like it must have been angling at an angle across the lake rather yeah. than going straight down, it was going crosswards. So whenever you were going down or across, mm. you would move swiftly. Yeah. Because you would be drifting when you're going across, you just wouldn't notice. Yeah. Well, coming back up, I was like powering through. Luckily, like, you know, I'm an Adonis. Yeah. yeah. So I was just like fucking unit. Yeah, me fucking massive mate. And I was just mm. egoing it as well. Like, once my left arm broke, I was like fucking switch sides like a boss. Yeah. And then right arm going. But this poor bloke who had three kids in there in this just thing throwing like, them overboard. He, he was just slowly drifting towards this. <laughs> Yeah, slowly drifting towards this, this like shoreline. He's in the back paddling for dear life, trying to stop this thing spinning. He's got he's like eight year old at the front who's just slapping the water with the paddle, and he's going to the right, right, and to the right. And he's like, I am, Dad, I am. And this son in the I'm middle's crying. like, I'm useless. There's only two oars. And he's like, You are useless. You're my least favorite son. Now put your head in the water and shout gooly gooly and put me out of fish. And then so they're paddling, and he just wasn't. I I got all the way back up, halfway back up. Look back, he hadn't moved. <laughs> He was still paddling. He was just drifting left. And I managed to get my... I got all the way back in and I got to the bloke and I said, dude, I think you're going to have to go and help. There's a guy out there with two two, two kids in the canoe with him. I said, yeah, he's fully stuck. Like yeah. he's, He hasn't moved in like the last half an hour. And he was like... And so they got in their little... Shade there. They have their motorboat and he went out and like towed him back oh, in from it. Life. So not only was I an Adonis and you got all the way back, hero. I was also a hero. Yeah. yeah. Nobody clapped me on nothing. Yeah. I was like, bruh. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I was like, I'll do it now. Just save the Belated day. Belated clap. Save the day. Although the guy did let me go on the um, the kayak. It was no, it was a kayak canoe. No, it was a canoe. It was an open top canoe. Kayaks are the single things, aren't they? Open top canoe. Um, it was supposed to be twenty quid to go out for the hour, but I only had fifteen real monies on me, mm. and the car machine wasn't working, so he let me have it for last year's prices. Good guy. I was like, good man. Yeah, but then he, didn't have a, a kiss. then he didn't have a great memory because when I came back in, he tried to sell me a charity thing, uh, like a which a raffle ticket for charity thing, yeah. whereas you could also win. What was it you could win? Oh, a, a stay at the spa hotel with like loads of luxury treatments and stuff. Yeah, and he was like, "Do you want one?" I was like, "You remember how when I came in, I only had a certain amount of real monies?" Mm. He was like, "Oh yeah, yes, that's you." 
I remember you now. I think that's what I need to do at the I end. I think he was trying like, to see if I was scamming him. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, do you want this? Yeah. And then, yeah, it's like five no, pounds. Lovely. And he takes the he five pounds and he's just like, well. I'm not entering you. That's the whole price. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was funny, though, because halfway through when I was rowing down the lake, he went beaming past on the motorboat. Yeah. And just like, as he went past, and I'm like, <sighs> giving it all I can for my five miles an hour. Yeah. Or like 0. 0.5 knots. Yeah. Whatever. He went past, he just, he just looked at me silently and just went, nod <laughs> beamed off just like yeah. you might have muscles I've got a freaking I've got an <laughs> yeah. yeah I need to do some more fun stuff I think that's it like I've been pushing real hard at work mm, but just well, just everything right like, I'm not fucking doing a boohoo worries me at all but do you know like, what we need to do working a lot you know what we need to do what? commit to training once a week together yeah starters yeah that'd be one thing to do and then once a month, plan a boys' event yeah. that neither of us can make an excuse to not do. Yeah. Something like good. Yeah. Like going to the lake and... Camping. or Camping and doing shit, yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't Once a month, that's once in a 30-day... Well, probably 30.6 days period mm. over the year. We could sync one of them in with the podcast day, couldn't we? Right? Yeah. We could, like, do the podcast earlier in the Early day. and then head. Yeah. You could ride bitch. Yeah. He could be my backpack on the bike. <laughs> Let my luscious locks yeah. flowing out my helmet. You'd have to get a helmet, though, because your, your head is a normal human-sized adult. Have you got a little bean head? Dude, my head's a peanut. <laughs> it's literally... Is it all, look at the shape. Is it look at beard? my head closely, right? Watch. Top comes out, and then here in the middle of above here, so it goes in, yeah. and then look back out here, like yeah. a fucking peanut. <laughs> I've never really... Size small yeah. in most helmets, mate. Really? Extra small in some of them if they're round fitting because yeah. they don't they don't touch me on the sides. <laughs> <laughs> so here is real loose. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. you said it. I can't not see it. Yeah, got a peanut head. Peanut head. Yeah, I think my head's slightly large as well. I don't think like yeah, you got a bulbous head. Yeah, you know? I don't want to go as far as saying it's bulbous. I can see how thick it is from the front to the back. Bulbous is a bit extreme. Your giant but... light bulb head. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it's a generous sized head. Right. I think that's probably a better way of putting it. Whatever. It's a generous head opposed to yeah, like give one me of those things you put on a dashboard in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, I'll have to no. To be fair, I need like like I said, I need to do some fun stuff because like I had a barbecue the other day. Um, it's just a reprieve. But that's, it's a it, mental reprieve. That's like the only thing. I was saying like I can't even remember last time I went out and did something more than like Do you know there's an archery work? place just down the road? No. We could do that one week. Yeah, they've got archery there, and you can shoot BB guns. And they also, they were building whilst I was just there a dark room, yeah. like a full uh, unit, yeah. dark like blacked out. Yeah. And they were converting guns into ball bearing guns, but yeah. they were fire tracer ball bearings. Oh shit! But I don't know if COVID fucked that for them, but yeah. that was their plan, and that sounds sick. Yeah, that's so I might amazing. I might give them a, a a tinkle, and we could do that. Yeah. Definitely do the archery because that's really fun. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, I haven't done archery in years, but yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have a crack at that. We can do that. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, after after we finish the podcast, we'll have a look. Yeah. And Give us can... all some suggestions in the comments of cool stuff you've done with the boys. There's something that's like not doesn't take months of planning. Have you seen those like zombie things where there's like basically like a, a fake it, zombie uh, outbreak? Air, airsoft stuff. No, no. Well, I've seen some that are like airsoft ones, but there's ones where you've literally got to escape. Uh, so oh. you're just like running from zombies. I genuinely think that I might punch someone. Yeah, I think that. Like, I do think that that's all part of it. They're like they're they're okay. Like, definitely not okay. No, no, they're, like they're okay with like the, the, there's an element of risk to it. Like they they potentially can just get. Just imagine one coming at you and you just jab it in the face. 
Like I had to walk around. I went to the Halloween one at Elton Towers. Yeah. And there's a scare things, aren't they? Where they put it on, you walk around and they all come out and go, yeah. and I all the way around had to keep my hands behind my back. Yeah. I was just like, no. Yeah. Don't punch it. No. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah that's the trouble i suppose but like they've got to know what they're getting in for with that like there's you know how many like, get hit per day it probably is less than you'd think yeah like, i bet some of them get jack ones have been bitten yeah i bet they've had all kinds but like at the end of the day you you like what's what's that role professional masked scarer like you I think you probably you're probably not going to be earning a lot of money. You're probably on minimum wage. Yeah. So the most the people that are doing that job, they're doing it for the pleasure. Yeah, they're doing it because <laughs> they like to shit people up. Yeah, they must do. They, like, must get, they must get some kind of little buzz. Yeah, when they get a good one. Yeah, you know they get out and they get someone like yeah, yeah, like somebody just has a full on panic attack yeah. and fucking. My nuts. goal would be to make someone pee. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> They are quite clever. The one I did, it ended with a giant devil. Yeah. And he would like appear at the end, but it was all lighting. So he'd, like he would be a silhouette when you first saw him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he'd disappear because it'd go pitch black again. Mm. And then he would quickly run to this wall. And when you walk past it, he would just come out from the side at you, like, Whoa! as you left the exit. Yeah. I was like, that was good. There was one I got me. There was one I saw, and it was this. It was like this executioner, you know, like the executioner with the hood on yeah. and the axe. And there, and he was like, there was loads of, it was, I can't remember if it was Warwick Castle. No, I don't, I don't remember where it was, but basically yeah. um, there was loads of scenes of like people getting executed as you were going throughout. And that, and the reoccurring theme was like the, the executioner, but they were all like animatronics yeah. or just like static. But then the last one was a real guy. You were used and to cause, it being yeah, because you'd seen yeah, him yeah. over and over again as that animatronic, and then yeah, he fucking he came went for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that was really good because like you you saw it and then didn't think anything of it because he just stands yeah. there at first pretending. But then that fear and that thing is what makes you feel alive. Yeah. And this is the thing about going out. That's what I mean. We should go out and do something because it's when you go and do something that's when you feel most alive. Yeah. When you're actively doing something out of your comfort zone, not even out of your comfort zone, just out of your normal zone. Yeah. 100% for, for archery. Like today was the first day I woke up and felt awake. Yeah. The last three days, I've woke up and felt like a zombie. Mm. So I don't know what was going on. Maybe I was just burnt out. Mentally mm. burnt out, physically out, a bit yeah. damaged. Um, I think sometimes you just need that reprieve. And I think to try and drive through and drive through and just ignore it, you just compound the problem. But then don't take more than a week off the physical shit. Yeah. Like if you don't want to go to the gym, go do some other stuff that you really enjoy. Like I, riding a bike... When I wake up in the morning after riding a bike all day, I look fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm shredded yeah. and I'm, I get off that. I'm jacked. Yeah, you've got a pump. Two ton, yeah, because, but the reason I'm, I think is because when I'm riding, because I have postural issues, yeah. when I ride, I'm f- constantly forcing my body to sit in the correct position yeah. for a long period of time. So it's making all my muscles work in a way they don't like to sit. So I'm trying to sit with my shoulders back. I'm always pulling my lower abs in. I'm activating my glutes whilst riding a fucking 200 kilogram bike. Yeah. You know, which I'm also doing and pushing through and using my body weight to move it around. Yeah. And then obviously we're getting off and we're usually walking through towns upon towns from, you know, quite active all the way through. Yeah. Um, yeah, I look fucking, so I always feel, I never feel like, You've it's not nothing. like I've been sat on the sofa doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. I always wake up and I'm like, oh damn, yeah. yeah, that we did something yesterday. Yeah. So it's a different kind and it's definitely not creating muscle or anything like that, but it's definite activity and it's definitely making the body work. Yeah. So if you, maybe you don't want to go to the gym, Go do some hikes. Mm. Go do some some other shit that gets you out and about, and take that break, and then then maybe go back with a refreshed, 
refresh feeling. Once you wake, once you get up in that morning, that one morning when you say, "Oh fuck, I'm awake." Yeah, I'm making the change. Right? Then go back. Yeah, yeah. No, I, th- I think um, I feel like because we speak about this kind of topic and how to help people, and I think this is a, a really good thing to highlight. Like, I've read a fucking million and one help self help books, yeah. whatever the fuck you want to call them that will give you a load of hints and tips on how to do these things yeah, and how to deal what, with them. I think we should end the podcast on that subject yeah. because we, right, was, we've got 23 minutes left if we go to the 90 minute mark. Yeah. But I think if we go over it, we go fucking over it. Yeah, we go over it. Because I've got big memory cards in the camera now. Yeah. The reason we stopped to 90 minutes before is because that would that, chew up a 60, that would fill up a 64 gig memory card. Yeah. We can go a little bit over it. And I think that is one thing because even now, weeks and weeks later, so I've created the whole make your own energy. We yeah. know about this. People are really getting on with it. I love it. Every, I get these messages every day of people just randomly dancing through the living room or somebody's like driving with a good player style. My mate sent me a, a <laughs> freaking video today of him skipping through his own workshop. <laughs> I was just like, this is a really cool little vibe that's going on. But the amount of messages I still get alongside this is like, I've been in a really bad place and it all start with this. And I'm not talking about one or two. I'm talking yeah. about overall probably had hundreds over the last six months. Yeah. And they've all said was in a really dark place. And then they started putting some of the things that I do just innocuously during the day that I've started doing to try and make myself just be more proactive or feel better. They started doing them and it's pulled them from a darker place. Like I wasn't in a dark place. Mm-hmm. I was just in a low motivation place. Yeah. So these things have a power no matter where you are. Yeah. And I think one of them is definitely the outside. Yeah. Like being outside like these fucking four walls. Yeah. If you sit inside your own house, inside the four walls every day, you're, it's gonna be it's like being in a prison eventually. Yeah, yeah. You get you get stale. Everything feels enclosed. Everything's the same. You sit in the same spot. You do the same thing. Same routine. Even change where you sit to do your work mm. makes a difference. Yeah. Change the chair you sit in. Yeah. It's weird. Little things like that do make a big difference. Makes a difference. But one of the big things, and you can carry on after me with some other more useful stuff that's got actual basics and sci- basis in science or yeah, psychology. Yeah. Put your fucking feet on the earth. Yeah. I've been wittering on about this for a while now, but more and more people started to message me. And I had a guy message me today. I can't remember who you were, but if you listen to this, well done, sir. He said, I've been feeling really shit. Um, literally been put on antidepressants mm. recently. And he said, today, after not just watching you do it for weeks and weeks, I went outside, sat, took my shoes off, put my feet on the grass and had a coffee. He said, after 15 minutes, I felt fucking brilliant. Yeah, I felt really good because... Whatever. Listen, we're supposed to be connected to the earth. We wear rubber soles every day. We're definitely not connected as we should be. So, one hundred percent, we there's there's a benefit there that we are. We have electrical impulses that go around our body, and they channel into the earth when we touch through non-rubber soles. Because mm-hmm. you know, grabbing electric fence rubber soles, not getting electrocuted. Yeah, which we did as kids. Yeah, and then if you grabbed it and you're in hiking boots. Like one, of, I remember this tangent. One, one of my mates was uh, we were it was daring each other to grab the electric fences, mm-hmm. and uh, so we were all grabbing it, and then we had hiking boots on, so it was just pulsing through our arm, wasn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. My mate, for some reason, was wearing something that was grounded, mm-hmm. grabbed it, and it like kick, made him kick his whole body. Yeah. He thought one of the other lads had booted him up the ass. <laughs> He just turned around and went, who kicked me? Like, yeah. Idiot, that's the fence. Because <laughs> we were all just holding it. He didn't yeah. understand. But this is the mad bit. Because he, we were like, well, this isn't an electrocutor. And then one of the boys went, oh, we just need to touch the floor. Mm. Well, electricity, where does it go? From mean? A to B, yeah. shortest route. Yeah. Where's the shortest route when you're holding the fence with one hand and then touching the ground with your finger on the other hand? Well, straight through. Yeah. Straight through your heart. Yeah. <laughs> So all three of us went, oh, touch the floor of your finger. 
She goes, poof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing that again. Yeah. And we were all like, <clears throat> Oh, that was weird. Oh. <laughs> Just had a minor angina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Defibrillated ourselves on his phone. God no. But yeah, so that he, I mean, if I sit outside, I put my feet on the earth. Whether it's that mindfulness of having your feet on grass or whatever, and it just makes you think, oh, I'm outside, this is nice. Yeah. What a new sensation. It's the new seat thing again. Mm. But now you're outside. Fresh air, fresh ox- oxygen, outside of that smell of your home, yeah. that smell of stuck demotivated low energy it's a different sensation you're out in the atmosphere yeah. honest to god even if you go don't want to sit and put your feet on the grass go for a fucking walk yeah. i will put every penny in my bank account on the fact that after 15 or 20 minutes you will feel better than the previous 15 to 20 minutes when you're sat inside yeah no i would agree it's a very little thing that you can do for nothing that you can do every day that will make you feel better mm. you just take away the whole hippy dippy part of it where you think fucking tree hugging nonsense no it's real. It will make you feel better. And plus the tree hugging thing I found out is actually um, a real thing too. The tree, the reason tree hugging was it because trees are one of the most connected things that we can be around. I mean, they're literally rooted into the earth and they have, um, there has been a lot of talk about the fact that being connected and being around trees helps ground you even further, helps you feel more connected to the earth mm-hmm. and it's supposed to benefit you. Like if that's why we have plants around the house. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to benefit us in, 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 in how the ions and everything they release or whatever's going on. And um, so tree hugging came from people saying, you know, if you sit touching a tree for a while mm. and grounding, you're gonna, it will help you feel better. Just like being around a waterfall with the positive ions yeah. and all that can help you feel more elated. And, um, and so the tree hugging thing was obviously if you were to hold a tree, you'd feel better. And then it got it exacerbated. Sense. But that's where that came from. It came from a, a solid foundation of it's good to be around the trees yeah. and be outside and be in connection with these things. I always feel when, like, so I used to go camping a lot as a kid. Um, yeah, we all used to. Man. I fucking love camping. I haven't, like... Does it even happen as much anymore? So I went glamping the last few times, and it's much. It, it's, mm. it's very similar. It's, it's Is that in a cabin, you think? No, no. So, like, oh, there are glamping things which are in a cabin, but this is, it was in a yurt. Um, What's that? Like a... It's like a wigwam kind of thing, yeah. Um, but it has a log burner in there. Oh, I know what you um, mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like it's still just a fabric. Yeah, it's, it's Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. It's literally one of those yeah. like little huts. You've got a proper bed. Yeah. Um, it's like a. It's on. It was on a bit of decking um, to just raise it up off the floor. Uh, but you get them like at a, weddings, those. Yeah, they set them up for weddings. It, it was and brilliant. Stuff. There was a place called um, I think it was called Yuli's. No, hold on, no, not Yuli's Farm. Henfrin Farm. I'm thinking no. of a different Henfrin Farm. It's just been bought by somebody else, but we've been there twice. Um, and you just like Is it, it communal it, showers. Um, do you get a bath? There's no. There's, there's some of them where you get a ute, and then there's like an outdoor bath you can yeah, sit in. Right. Dude, I can't think of anything better. That'd be yeah. sick. No, they, I've seen some that are really cool. This was just really basic. Like they, I think they they had like it was a, a converted like horse cart or something like that that they made into like two showers yeah stuff like that and it well, was that's like... what i tell you so the lads i met on the other than the motorbike trip that was all stuff i started the point of me making that story which yeah. i never got to was by connecting with those people i met a new a tattooist mm. a metal fabricator a blacksmith yeah and a guy who refurbishes like alloy wheels and stuff in a car yeah all stuff that benefits my life yeah everything for a fucking reason networking no not even networking life working yeah Everything for a reason. Tattoo artist who tattoos in the style I love. Yeah. A blacksmith who um, I wanted to create some unique stuff for in the home to like make start making this place like feel 
a certain way and also just I loved it blacksmithing he's yeah. a legit like no fucks given blacksmith as well yeah. he's like missing a tooth he doesn't give a fuck yeah. he's just like you know one of those blokes who's just yeah. like he's no just like just doesn't like, there was a, we, were, we were talking around the table and we were talking about mushrooms and somebody yeah. was like oh, I've got some uh, mushrooms yeah. on me you know someone was there everyone wants to try them and everyone was like well I don't trust the mushrooms like even I'm a bit like because mm, I've never done mushrooms yeah um, did I tell you have I told you my mushroom story no we should do that next yeah. time but the, after everyone else tied, tied it down Blacksmith just popped up and went I'll buy them all off you <laughs> like the whole bag he was just like yeah definitely mm. he's one of those guys he's like no yeah. no boundary yeah, no fucks no um, yeah guy who refurbished alloy wheels well the BMW needs all its wheels redoing yeah. uh, so I can sell it Yeah. so amazing so a tattooist the refurb of the, the alloy wheels um, Blacksmith guy for doing some cool stuff Fabricate. and then um, the fabricator who's also the guy who's out of wheels can make attachments for motorbikes well I've got that jerry can mm. that's been oh. converted into holding so I've got this really cool it's an old is it are they 20 what, how many litres are they um, I don't know it's probably 20 litres are, are they bigger or are they a bit smaller the jerry cans that you have that used to be on like um, Land Rovers and stuff yeah. old school ones like World War 2 style jerry cans um, that hold fuel I've had one that's been converted and it's, you, you, it has a, it's been cut up so there's a door you open on the front of it so it looks like a full-on jerry can, all the, all the proper attachments, but there's a lock and a key on the front. Put the key in, the whole front opens up, and inside it, it holds three cigars, a, uh, what do you call it, a uh, thing for your cigarettes. Uh, what do you call them? thing that holds cigarettes. A, cig- a cigarette holder thing. It's a case, a cigarette like case? A cigarette case, yeah, yeah. but it's, it's got a weed sign on it, so it's yeah. to hold all your joints. So three cigars, a joint holder, a bottle opener, a space for, it's got two glasses in it, yeah. and then a space for a bottle of whiskey. Yeah. And what I want to do is mount this on the side of the BMW, yeah. and then a, a have a have that on one side of the BMW, on the other side have one pannier that I can just put some like, change of clothes in, mm-hmm. and then mount a tent on the back and just fuck off. Yeah. And just, you know, go create a, a fire pit somewhere, sit, tent up, Get the jerry can out, whiskies, get the glasses, cigars, oh, and then do that. want a cigar, actually. Yeah, and so this guy can fabricate a holder for me to bolt onto the side of the BMW. That's cool, man. Which he'd done on the side of his tri- uh, Ducati Scrambler. Yeah. I was like, did you make that? He's like, yeah, he's knocked it up because he had a fuel can on the side. Yeah. I was like, need one. Yeah, that's sick. So all these people I met on this day, for just through taking the opportunity of going out with this guy who I'd only met once, mm. but we just clicked, and taking the opportunity of having that connection motorbikes ride yeah come along yeah. fucking so going oh i've got work to do no took that time went and did it look at all the benefit and now i'm going down all these boys work in one yard yeah so i'm going down to the yard yeah. and see what each one of them does and go oh, do the whole class. thing yeah that's and cool. get tattooed as well yes mate we still need to sort that as well we're getting the tattoo i spoke to rob about doing it. yeah so tattoo. my mate rob who owns uh, the branding iron up in skipton mm. um we're gonna try and do it we just have to make sure that it's not going to affect them in any way in terms of their you know standing with uh health and safety and stuff yeah can he could, could he come and be a guest yeah well the idea is having him on the podcast yeah. talking and tattooing yeah can he could he come here and do it would that affect him or would we have to go to him i'll find out of him sure you could just bring so we could do it in the shop if need be yeah really cool. you know just out of hours at the shop like once no, you do it in, in hours it doesn't make a difference it's all about the hygiene it's all about yeah. where they're doing it and how it's cleansed i'm and just thinking in stuff. terms of like interrupting with customers and stuff like that but yeah he won't care yeah, yeah I don't, you, you he'll, know, he'll get it over. He, he's yeah, he's killing it. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, he's getting good yeah. too. Anyway, what, one of the things I was saying before in terms of like all this fucking shit that I've I've. 
been talking about or we've both been talking about in terms of like, oh. You were on about a, your, you, your attentive thing. Oh, yeah, I was talking about the You finished that before we... Yeah, okay. Sorry, finished. Really interrupted. That was pretty much it, basically, the Yurt story. Like, um, oh, it was just a cool I, experience. That you yeah, I, I used to go camping a lot, and I really enjoy it. And there's something, like, especially somewhere where I have no phone signal, because... Oh, that's beautiful, isn't like, it? Like, I'm sure it's similar for it's you. It's like that in Wales. Having, right? having a business, or having, obviously, being a social media influencer, mm. or whatever you want to call it, your phone's fucking going off constantly. And it's just nice to have that break. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it really yeah, is. just getting out and literally, like, I'll just sit and do nothing, just stare at a fire <laughs> yeah. with like a drink for for hours at a time. And it's so nice just to detach and be able to do that again. Yeah. So yeah, I I'm think feeling we're like the fire pit after this. Yeah, I, I, need, I need I need to I need to get out. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and organise going camping, even if I just go on my own. It's probably be busy as you get stuck in these circular routines, don't you? Mm-hmm. Same place, same time, same things. Trying to get stuff done. And you do have to actively put into your timetable, time out. Yeah. I think as well, like, cause trying to play catch up from, from lockdown, because our business was closed for the best part of a year. Yeah. And I was like, I felt the pressure to, like, push hard now. because We all I, have, yeah. Yeah. I'm I like, bet you have. Yeah. You've killed it. Yeah. Well, this, like, you know, um, May just gone. We That's our best month we've ever had, like, since opening Which is by a long shot. Like, the... And it's not just that. Like in theory, I should be super happy. Like this week, because like business has done by far the best month it's ever had. We're taking on a new coach this month. We're taking on. We're hiring a new member of staff. Or well, we're in the process of still looking. We we're uh, we're going to be interviewing next week. Um, like there's a load of stuff that's going on that's great. Like I've managed to kind of everything with my grandparents is sorted out. Like if you know they were in a car accident, but mm-hmm. they're doing good. Their new cars arriving tomorrow. Oh, I'm, yeah. Like I'm. I've everything sorted, all of the kind of work that I had to do around yeah. the, the crash and the insurance and the medical care and whatnot. That's all done and dusted, and they're happy. They're very happy now. Actually, they're super excited to get the new car <laughs> um, and like moved into the new house. So on paper, everything should be sound. It's weird though, like that. that sometimes the things that you think are going to make you happy aren't necessarily it, and sometimes it's actually the it's like the process. Yeah. Like I, I actually enjoy the chase, and yeah. now I've like ticked a load of boxes maybe that's part part of the reason i'm partially maybe burnt out but also got to uh got to sit down and reassess and make some new goals because we've i've hit a lot of them yeah, yeah. it's not a bad problem to have is it but no, um good. yeah it's a it's like like i was saying the all these books that i listen to or audio books i listen to or books that i read there's knowing the fact and then practically applying them like i i consider myself to be mentally fairly fairly tough i'll i'll weather a lot where other people might not um persevere and i proactively try to like educate myself on things but even with that being said i'm not trying to be big-headed but that's how i look at myself um but even with that i'll still have shitty days and even you try though not I'm, to be big-headed but we can all see it. well yeah there is that bulbous head oh uh, my head is, <laughs> is huge compared to lex's peanut <laughs> But like, so like even knowing all the facts and knowing what to do and even being able to like fucking whether I am preaching to you guys about try this and try that, I still don't do it all the time. I still no. fuck up. I still have shitty weeks. That's it. You're, you, I think most people think that you 
you listen to something about somebody else telling you this is how they did something and became successful at whatever it is and you think right I need to implement that and then you assume they implemented it and stuck with it 24 mm. 7 yeah nobody does <laughs> no no, no. it's a constant reassessment and a constant restart yeah just to keep it going keep it going it's just the hope you get more wins and you do losses and that's yes. the goal yeah i think that's always it isn't it there's never yeah. nothing's a constant everything has ebbs and flows everything goes up and down 100 percent and yeah, you just gotta you gotta ride the good flow. Like mm-hmm. when you feel you're in that groove, just go with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you get knocked out of it, try and see why. Yeah, and then just get back on that horse. I could blame all of this on the fact that I've also put myself in a calorie deficit. <laughs> well, that is you've changed <laughs> from having that really said goal orientated, you know, surplus of getting stronger. Yeah. So you had that actual in front of you weight that was changing and moving. Yeah. Now your goal is this weighing scale and a look in a mirror. Yeah. It's a very different objective. Yeah, it's super it's hard to do. It's a objective it, as yeah. well. Like it doesn't it doesn't interest me. Like yeah, that's what you were saying it doesn't like, interest you. Yeah. I don't care about being lean. Like I like to feel good, be strong and just ha- like still be a, a, like a, I don't know, agile. I don't want to become a fucking lump. Yeah. Like but for me I'm naturally I'm a skinny guy. It's really hard for me to to put on any kind of soil, I have to consciously eat a lot. Um, so yeah, then switching focus from eating all of the food and training hard, trying to get as strong as I possibly could, to now understanding that I'm not really going to get much stronger. I'm going to probably have to shift a lot of my focuses to kind of, you know, focusing on how I look, just enjoying the sessions, having a bit more focus on the, the I don't pump. know, the the pumper session yeah. essentially. Like, and I, I still I've got myself some strength goals. Um, but already just from how it's gone, I've already felt like, oh, maybe I've overshot there because like initially I was like, so I've got this, one of my bench press goals because when you lose weight, focusing on maximal load, like one RMs is a little bit more challenging than having higher rep goals just because generally your fitness can be a little bit higher. So then the the kind of the higher rep ranges would lean towards you a little bit more and also having less cushioning around your joints, which People is very beneficial. Yeah, when, you, when you start dropping weight, you actually lose fluid around your joints. Yeah. So it gets grindier to yeah. shift those heavy weights. You've got less cushion for the pushing. Yeah, yeah, literally that. So like I had a, a goal of benching 100 kilos for 20 reps. And like, <laughs> I, I, but I, like now, yeah. which is, that's a lot. And I know that's a lot. And that was a push for me. And I was, but at the start, I was like, I reckon I've got that in me. Like, I think that once I've adapted to some high rep stuff, but after the, well, I've missed a whole week of training. See, for me, when, when I say something like that, I am so adapted to burning myself out by, by a max of 12 reps. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Like, I'm so in tune with the time under tension, like kind of, and the mind to muscle connection. I'm so used to actively burning myself out yeah. by that rep range yes. yeah. that I can do it with a light weight as much as I can a heavyweight. So mm-hmm. I find with the heavyweights, anything after six to eight reps, yeah. I'm fucked. Yeah. Because I, I put so much effort in those first few reps. That is as, that is it as well. So like, the, I think there's two two different schools of thought and they both they both work with training. Um, but they're they're both very different mechanisms. So you can like get you can get a lot out of a little weight by how you move that weight, the cadence of it, tempo, and whatever else. And like very much focusing on yeah. Because if you want to get twenty reps at hundred, you're not going to do contractual reps. Yeah, I think that there's a big difference there with in terms of people that are training for aesthetics and people that are training for performance, and it's how they actually look at the movement. So when somebody is performing. A bench, well, I'm just going to use a bench press just because it's super simple. Everyone knows what it is. So some people will be performing at a bench press and the goal is to, um, you know, 
to to grow their their pecs and their triceps and maybe their shoulders to a certain extent yeah. and they're they're trying pecs to are essentially irrelevant at that point yeah. other than being six to ten yeah that that you're trying to feel it yeah but then there's somebody who's trying to bench press to focus on benching as much weight as possible yeah. for the performance ben- benefit. So power so you're, and explosiveness. Yeah. So you're thinking you're thinking about training as movements opposed to other people that think about training as working muscles. Yeah. And it's a very they, different thing. Yeah. And they both have a very similar outcome in terms of you'll get more muscular and strong, but how that the cue the mental cues that go on in your head are completely different, yeah. and how. You know, even the, the setups for the movement are yeah, usually everything's different. everything's different. Like you would never bench press like you're gonna press for a competition. Yeah, that's just no way. That's yeah. not gonna build any muscle. Well, it, there's definitely like it will build some muscle, but it's definitely you're leaving you're leaving gains on the table by yes. having a having a big arch, wide grip. It, it's not the route you would take would to build muscle. No, that's not the movement you would use. You completely but, change your body posture. But you even even in like so <coughs> bench bench press is a competition lifting powerlifting if you don't already know that. But um a lot of powerlifters when they're not in you know, when they're not close to a competition, they will do variations that have an increased range of motion or more time under tension. Yeah. Because Because there's so such a narrow range of motion on yeah. those movements. Yeah. You, would, you, you would end up stunted. You know you can actually get um you know these people that just run. Yeah. You know you can actually end up with from doing an over, over the mountain, just you see the same people, they're running the same direction, the same day, yeah, the same yeah. pace forever and ever, and they slowly look worse. Yeah. And, and people could like, how could that happen? Yeah. Well, because if you watch them run, they all have a gimpy run, don't they? Yeah. Like it's really stunted and short, and they've got these real weird mannerisms. And you can actually end up with shortened efficient. range of motion mm-hmm. from overly doing the same thing time after time after time because the body adapts to make it as efficient as possible. Yeah. So they're no longer picking up the knees as much as they should be. They're no longer driving like they should. They're just covering the distance from A to B. Yeah. So they've actually lost, efficiently as possible. lost the, and that's what the power lift is. It's the sh- shortest way of getting that weight from start to finish successfully as heavy as possible. <clears throat> so then by training outside of that, which you have to, yeah. to make that muscle work within full ranges of motion. And that's why you shouldn't ever just be running on the streets to think you get fit. In fact, the last thing I would suggest to anybody going to get fit is start running. Yeah, yeah. Like, can't you do some resistance work? Yeah, is the best thing you're doing them. for long-term kind of change and gains. Mm-hmm. A lot of people as well that jump straight into running end up getting injured because that's the thing. Like people think, oh, lifting lifting weights is so dangerous, whereas like actually r- running it has far higher injury Bro, rates. Uh, shin splints. Um, you can get you can get knee knee issues, Same shin way. splints, hip issues from um, constant jarring and smashing. Especially people that go to do it to lose weight. So if they're heavy. Yeah, then... I saw. Oh my god, I saw a real heavy girl yeah. running the other day, and two two immediate thoughts ran into my head. Yeah. One was. Fair play. Yeah. Look at her getting out and doing it. And two was, I hope her shame she's okay. just doing that. Yeah, I hope her knees Well, I immediately thought, that's going to fail. Yeah, I think uh, I, I see it, it a lot. Because it's so much effort for, for someone heavy to get out and pound a fucking pavement. Yeah. Like, Christ, I hate running. Mm-hmm. And I'm not heavy. Yeah. Like, imagine carrying extra, I don't know, what, 40 pounds of weight yeah. and then going, fuck that. I know so people... they're going to put all the effort in that they could be putting into a gym or a routine or something alongside that's yeah. going to do so much more yeah. so much more yeah i know a lot of people that like literally because because of their the excess body fat that they're carrying around their torso 
the you know the 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 act of like obviously when you take your step up it lifts up and then jars down yeah. literally can help like knock the wind out of them their own that their man. own body yeah their that. own body fat effectively can like knock the wind out of them so they're getting winded just from their own Fuck. body let alone running that's so it's just madness like, it, it's it's just not ideal for as a starting Don't. point for, for a lot of people <laughs> genuinely a power walk is more of an efficient thing to do because it's why you're, you're joints. heavy yeah yeah like but, and, also bag work yeah do something things. that's low impact mm, swimming get yeah. a cross trainer yeah. that's what they're designed for yeah low impact so you can do distance but don't think cross training is like running because mm. it isn't no. you've got to generally put all the, when you're on anything you've got to make sure that you're focusing where your drive and load is don't just think going through the motions is going to do the job for you mm. nothing does a job for you everything has to have focus when i'm riding a bike like i said before i'm focused on my entire posture core and everything going on yeah. like that's why i end up looking better the next day yeah. if i just sat on that bike how my body wanted to i would be in bits yeah. Like I'd wake up with a knot in the middle of my back, my glutes, my, my bum would be sore as shit. Yeah. You know, like every, my hips would not be extending properly. Yeah. Like it'd be horrible, it'd be mm. horrible. But I get up benefit. I get up with a benefit from mm. doing it. So I've had the enjoyment and the benefit, and that's what you should get from your training: enjoyment and benefit. If you're not getting those two things, you don't need to stop. You just need to switch things up. Yeah, do things different. Just try something different. Have we got questions? No, because we forgot to put it up because we're too busy killing flies with an electronic tennis uh, racket. Yeah, we were. <laughs> Mm, well, that's fine. I think everyone will be okay with no questions on this one. Yeah, but I think the main thing, so we had to put your feet on the earth, get outside and do things, and trying to stress how important that really, really is to you. Mm. If you've listened to a series over and again and thought, yeah, yeah, no, not fucking yeah, yeah, tomorrow, outside, or now, if it's early enough, mm. outside, 20 minutes, time to yourself. Yeah, feet on the earth. I would definitely agree with that, just outside. Or, like, again, going out going out for a walk, getting in touch with nature, like, doing things. Obviously, think, if you're out for a walk, you've obviously got shoes on. Or yes. More, or more yes, than likely, you've got shoes yes. on. But Do you know that one time I went out for a walk with my mate Yusuf, who comes down and does fight videos with me, yeah. and we'd stopped halfway around mm-hmm. in one of, the, of like, a field by the river yeah. and uh, meditated for 15 minutes yeah. just in the grass. Yeah. It was sick. Yeah. It was awesome. So you can just go... Have a wonder. And if you go on my playlist on Spotify, um, Wake Yourself Up, Lex Griffin, the fourth song in is Alan Watts Meditation. It's 15 minutes. And the idea was, obviously, listen to the four songs when you get up. Make your coffee. And by the time coffee's made, you're ready. The meditation song hits. Fourth one on. Or just search on Spotify, Alan Watts Meditation. Sit on your own in a nice little calm environment and just listen to that and do as he says. Talking of uh, going out barefoot, so when, when me and Emma first met, we went camping and it was right by the beach, this place was. And there was a, another another guy who was like the next tent over. Um, we'd spoke to a few times with his family and um, said, oh, how far is it to the to the town? Because um, you can walk there yeah. from, along the beach, basically. And he was like, oh, I think it's about 10 minutes. So we... we Emma was going barefoot and I was going to put my shoes on and she was like, oh, you don't need to. And I was like, all right then. So I chucked him back in the tent and we, we set off walking down the beach. About two oh, right, hours... So it was a beach walk. Down. Yeah, about probably an hour and a half, two hours later, we got there. The mm. tide had come in and blocked us off so we couldn't get back along the beach. So then we had to get <laughs> the train barefoot. <laughs> you like a pair of hippies. Yeah, back to as close as we could get but because this was a campsite in the middle of nowhere yeah and it's so it's called shell island and who's the moron told you 10 minutes just this random guy you don't burn his tent down afterwards he was gone actually yeah i bet he was um laughing all the way so it this literally took us so long um so then we got the train 
back to as close as we could get and then we started walking there's a it was about a two mile walk from the train to get back to the campsite down this like dirt road <laughs> with, with no lights on it oh no um so we started walking down and it was it was like dusk and the camp <laughs> like it's called shell island because when the tide comes in it's an island you can't you can't ah. get to it um, and we had no idea what the tide was doing at this point because yeah. we, we were like fucking 17 <laughs> like we were stupid fucking kids oh right yeah this is original yeah like yeah, we, okay. we, we was when we, me and Emma first met and so we just started walking down there and just by some chance a woman with like two kids was driving down to like go camping yeah. and she was like do you guys need a lift and oh, we were like oh, god please <laughs> yeah because our feet were like battered and, just like, rubbing yeah because like as well there was like pebbly areas that we went across <laughs> it was horrible it was a fucking it was a hilarious yeah. experience but fuck me, it was an interesting one. And then it just out like this woman was really kind just to give us a lift back. What happened when you got was it tied in? We it was a like if we were if we'd have walked it, we wouldn't have made it. Yeah, the tide would have, we'd have had to have waded through. Um, because she only just made it through and she drove. Yeah, because it would have it would have taken us like 20 30 minutes to have. What the, what do they do if there's a problem and the tide's in? I don't know. How do they get off if there's an issue or get an ambulance to you or anything? No How's idea. that? But is that even still going? Is that yeah. even still a place? I think so. Yeah, Shell Island's quite like a popular place. Sounds cool. It's a, it's a huge, like it's a massive campsite, but it's just like how the land oh, form Wales. <gasps> yeah, it's Which just how good. the land forms. It's, so it's just like um, let's do the lads' weekend there. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah, it's cool. So yeah, maybe that'd be that'd be, that'd one. be good one. But yeah, not going for a barefoot walker. Tell me the mushroom story. Oh shit, mushroom story. So, is this like magic mushroom story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not just normal mushrooms. I once, put, oh, I, I once made a mushroom risotto. That's my mushroom story. That's how I was thinking, you might. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like, I thought I had magic mushrooms. Then yeah, like I completely me. misinterpreted yeah. it. And, uh, and like this badass blacksmith just bought some button mushrooms. Yeah, and he made a killer risotto. Yes, it was marvellous. But he dared to yeah. put un, unshaved Full black peppercorns. Yeah, oh, he was ruthless. He was. I, I, he even added a few shiitake mushrooms. <laughs> shiitakes. Yeah. Could you believe it yeah. in this day and age? No, so I, <laughs> I had um. So I used to live in Wolverhampton. Before um, you carry on, let me just say that gets considerably better the more you drink it. Yeah, it does. That's quite nice, actually. It's. It took like the. I think after the first glass, then I was like, mm, yeah, okay, and then the the second half. Because it's so smooth and there's no burn, it's a consistent flavour yeah. all the way through. Mm. And so once you've got that, the bitterness dies down a little bit, mm-hmm. but it is still quite tart. Yeah. But it's it's enjoyable. I think when we have one after, though, I might be tempted. I want to try Bumbu again. I haven't had that for so long. See, you have Bumbu after, it tastes like sweeties. I know. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. Uh, Go on then. Anyway, okay, so... Wolverhampton. Um, so, yeah, I lived in Wolverhampton uh, with my mum when I was younger, and... There was a field there that everyone knew mushrooms grew. But I've tried to find these fields. Yeah. Where are they? Well, I can tell you that one that I was that I lived at when I was like <laughs> thirteen. Um, and like at certain times of the year, you just see people go around walking their dogs, casually just picking all these <laughs> mushrooms. And um, yeah, so we we had some of these mushrooms, and like uh, yeah, I I basically had like a, a trip on mushrooms when I was like thirteen or fourteen. How many uh, did you have? How many? Do you know how many you had? I had like a. It was just like a little bag of them. I don't really, I, I don't know how so, many I had, and I, I felt nothing for grams. ages. Yeah, I. But this like, is the scary thing with mushrooms. There's no control. Yeah, yeah. You, like with everything else, like, uh, 
a DMT or things like that, you know the timescales. You know what, you know, from here to here, this is going to happen. Yeah. Mushrooms or like weed in weed, food. Weed, yeah, goddamn edibles like, are terrible. Dude, six, I've got a funny edible story as well. The edible one where I got like... Yusuf came around. I don't think I've told it on here. I don't know. He came around and brought brownies with him. Yeah. But he and his friend take turns to make the brownies. Yeah. This was not his turn to make the fucking brownies, but he brought this brownie around. Yeah. So he was like, I'm going to have half. Yeah. He said, you have a quarter. Because yeah. I don't, I don't take, use weed a lot. Yeah. I had it in vape form and that was like the most I used it. Yeah. So he was like, have a quarter, see how you feel after a couple yeah. hours. I was like, okay, have a quarter. So I ate the quarter mm-hmm. and he had the, the half. And I was like, I think he maybe had a little, maybe he had a quarter and a bit. And I was like, so how much is in that quarter? He went, bear in mind we've eaten it. At this point, he went, dunno. <laughs> I was like, dunno. what do you mean, dunno? I said, well, how much is in the whole tray? He went, dunno. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck do you mean, dunno? Yeah. What is, is dunno a weight, a measurement I don't know about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one dunno, two dunno's? Yeah. He was like, I dunno, because I didn't make it. Yeah. I was like, you gave me stranger brownie. Yeah. He was like, yep. <laughs> it's usually good yeah his friend just takes turns mixing it so i was like okay guess we're gonna find out yeah so anyway we took it at nine yeah. by 12 o'clock we're very happy very chilled yeah just watching movies feeling Edible good so and i was just like ah oh, this is okay looked at each other i was like feel good he's like, yes feel good. should we finish the rest of that yeah. he's like yes go finish the rest of it yeah. no, no 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 i was like oh mm, that was good yeah by about two o'clock go to bed mm. right feeling like a bit giggly watched a couple of movies yeah. felt a bit sleepy yeah 6 a.m. in the morning, mm. my own brain wakes me up mm. like, bitch, wake up. Yeah. I was like, what? He goes, motherfucker, you high? I was like, what do you need to tell me for? My brain goes, because I'm not doing this alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need the body yeah. involved. I'm not doing this alone. And by the way, have you noticed? Your hands are turning into triangles. Yeah. I was like, what? I've got Dorito hands? No. <laughs> And I was like, how high are we going to get? Yeah. I ate this at 12 o'clock. Yeah. It's 6 a.m. Yeah. Are we that? Is this as high as we get? Yeah. I was like, I can't I can't go any higher. Yeah. Motherfucker, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> but that, and then Edible's a risky business, man. I got, we woke up half nine, went downstairs. Yusuf sat downstairs on the kitchen sofa. Mm. I walked in. He looked like your diggity dog. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> As I walked in, I went... Motherfucker, you gave me a tomorrow high. Yeah. <laughs> he looked up at me with his tea and just went, yep. <laughs> yep. He was still, we were still both half nine the next right. morning. Yeah. Like, we are going nowhere. Yeah. I, I literally, it's, that's what edibles do to you. So I, I, so I don't know whether anyone knows, but there's some people that you can find on Instagram and somewhere else that will do these like, kind of products that may contain or may not contain yes, things. THC. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I bought these gummies and they're brilliant. And the guy where I got them from, the company was fucking awesome. I remember you telling me about it. Super good. Really, like, brilliant company. Very thorough. Like, I've got allergies and he sent me all of his allergy certificates that he's got, like, food hygiene. Like, he, he run, like, obviously it's Is an illegal... Is still going? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a. I'm not going to say obviously who. No, I'll but, tell you, but yeah. Um, so this is it's an illegal business, but 
he runs it as legitimately as he can and he genuinely yeah. believes and I also believe that like that that shit should not be illegal no um, okay, like I think fucking most people would probably we agree all with agree with that surely yeah. so um, anyway so he sent me all this if you stuff don't through. go and have an edible gummy and shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah <laughs> so anyway so like uh, I had some of these gummies and it had been a, so I used to smoke a lot of weed when I was very very young like uh, in my early teens um, but I hadn't had edibles for a very long time so I'd forgotten how long it took to, to kick in. <laughs> so this, this this pack of gummies came. There's ten in a pack. Um, you you should probably only have a couple. So in the uh, pack, you're giving an overall rating for the level in the entire pack, or is it per gummy? So it's just strong, basically. <laughs> That's what it, it was rated. It was just strong. Um, and I did speak to him. And he said, "Just try one, see how it goes." Um, and then, like, if you if you need more, it's like some people take the whole pack. So I was like, all right, fair this enough. This is the thing; you just can't. It's because it, different people have different tolerances and whatever else. And generally speaking, so even though I so I went about seven or eight years without smoking any weed um, because when I first met Emma, she was very much against drugs. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I don't I don't need to take drugs, so I'll just yeah. stop doing them if you don't like it. So then I did, um, and then after like seven or eight years, however long it was, Emma's kind of opinions on it relaxed a lot more and, yeah. and she was okay with me doing it. So I was like, all right, occasionally I'll have a smoke here and there. So it's still super rare, but yeah. So, but my tolerance stayed pretty high. So I was like, yeah, all right, I've got this. So I tried like one of the gummies and then left it for an hour. And I was like, I'm not really feeling anything. I think one was probably not enough. So I had like another two, left it about another hour. Still nothing. Still nothing after two hours. No. So I was like, all right, I'm just oh. going to finish. I'm just going to finish this pack. No. So I had the whole pack. You went all in. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then about an hour after that, I think I was sat watching Rick and Morty and I felt like I was melting into the sofa. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I, I've, have you ever been in a bath and let the water run out? Yeah. And you feel your body gradually get heavier? Yes. So like I had that feeling where I was like sunk into the sofa. And then I was like, I felt like my arms were part of the sofa. And I remember like trying to look at them. But like my, my brain went, look at your arms. And my head stayed there. And then about five seconds later, my head went... And slowly turned down to them. It's how it's how it separates your consciousness yeah. from your actual physicality, isn't it? Yeah, it's hilarious. And I, li- I like that happened, and I was like, "Fuck, I am really high." And I was like, "I need to go to bed." <sighs> so like, I I like just willed myself to like stand up, <laughs> and I just took myself off to bed. Literally, just got yeah. up off the sofa, walked upstairs, got to bed, passed out, dead. Yeah, I had to go to the gym in the morning, and I arranged to to meet a mate to train at like. <laughs> Nine o'clock in the morning, <laughs> I woke up and I was still as high as I was. <laughs> when you wake up and you go, uh oh, yeah, and I was like, <laughs> Jesus. And but then in my head, I was like, I can't because, like, I'm very like, I'm funny about like breaking commitments as well. Like, I ha- I'll, yeah. I can't do that. So I was like, and then also in this like high state, I was like, I've got to go. I've got to go to the gym. <laughs> and I was like, everyone's going to know I'm high. And then I'm just gonna like, I'm gonna, so I just I went in. Um, it was fine, and training was just a bit not ideal, I think. But like, yeah. But here's the thing: you could, you can, um, you can utilize the gummies and the food things to microdose prior to training sessions and stuff like that, and actually really improve your training sessions. I know a lot of people that yeah. microdose. It's, it's a huge thing. Like, loads of people have done it, and a lot of people have done it quietly for years mm-hmm. because obviously it was illegal. Now it's so much more open. Yeah. The amount of people coming out who's like Mike Tyson. Yeah. Tyson used to train for fights. Yeah. Smoking DMT, yeah. like Changa. Yeah. You smoke Changa and and take mushrooms yeah. whilst going through the fight camps. Fuck, man. Yeah, he said because it told him 
when he was being a bitch yeah. and, and kept him on focus, kept him on track. Yeah. I think that's my resolution for this year. More, more drugs. <laughs> yeah. More mind, mind expanding. Yeah, 100%. That, yeah. Like, I think fuck, that's fuck it. The, the I would never take narcissistic coke ones. or... The ones that break you down and make you look at yourself. Yeah. The psychedelic side is the way you want to be going at that. Yeah. And the, for me, like, honestly, some of the weed I don't like. Mm-hmm. If it's a... I think, let me think. So there's Indica yeah. and Sativa. sativa. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Indica is the only one I like because Sativa yeah. gives you a head high. Yeah. I do not like that. It makes me feel drunk. Yeah. The Indica, though, where it gives you the body high. Oh, yeah. I love it. Mm. Love, love it. it. <laughs> oh, you said it then. The brownie. The brownie. Yeah. Not Indica. Yeah. Sativa. Yeah. Woke me up like a punch in the face. Yeah. Not good. Yeah, but... Didn't the, like I, it. I think it's... So, yeah, I think it's the, Go for the, body highs. the sativa that some people like to microdose though, because apparently some people say it helps them with productivity. I tried that, didn't with me. Yeah, me either. Um, didn't with me. Just made me feel a bit like foggied. Yeah, yeah, I don't get that. And again, that's probably why I don't feel good taking it because it just doesn't mix with my yeah. matrix. You know, yeah. it's it makes me feel drunk. It makes me feel head heavy. It's not nice. Almost a bit car sick kind of. Thing. I just right. don't like it. Yeah. Whereas the indica really helps my entire body just just relax and let go it's perfect for that when i need to go either sleep better or just relax going to maybe do a bit of meditation or yeah whatever. yeah that's how i feel it, it like it helps me be in the moment a lot more and detach yeah. from all the clutter i definitely think there's a place for all of these these herbs and these uses and i could i mean i can't recommend the dmt side of stuff more highly mm. like it has emphatically changed my life yeah like in is DMT huge, illegal? Yes, massively. Yeah, it's disgusting that it is. Yeah, because it's it's not even something that's a huge. As most people don't even you can't. It's hard to get because there's no interest in it from dealers because mm. they don't make money from it. Yeah, but the people who do make it care about yeah. it and they want you to take it to expand your mind. Yeah, they're not really in it to make make a tons of money. They're just there to, to help share. Yep. It's something I've really wanted to try. I've never, I've never tried it yet, but at some point I will. 100%. If you've had experiences on anything that's been good, been bad, or whatever you found, let us know in the comment section. It'd be really interesting yeah. to see see your experiences and stories. It'd be yeah. really cool. Yeah. I think it's a good one. It's a really good one. If you'd like to talk more about stuff like this as well, in fact, in the comment section, give us a list of stuff you want us to cover more of because yeah. it's such huge topics. And and I know we we go into the fitness stuff a lot, and I know we go into a lot of the psychological side of things, and a lot of you like that. Mm. There's also, a lot. There's a lot more to us than just that, isn't there? it? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's just a small aspect of our lives. We talk about everything. You know, we can go. We can even go as shallow as talking about you know fashion senses and things like that. What do you yeah. do if you don't feel confident going shopping? Yeah. As much as we can talk about what happens if you don't feel confident trying to nail a girl or a guy mm. you know we can give you our perspective on things yeah and that's what we're here for and have a giggle along the way hopefully yeah. and in this extra long session you've it's had today how long have we, we been? needed this i think i think we needed a good chat yeah i think we needed a bit of a little ranty moment yeah get yeah. it off a chest i feel better now actually i feel great yeah yeah i really do feel nice and we're gonna and go and have a, have a campfire gonna, what we're gonna go do now is we're gonna go outside we're gonna stoke out we're gonna get the fire pit going cigar Cigars, yes, mate. And, and uh, I'm going for bamboo. You're going bamboo. I'm going to go Gentleman Jack. Yeah. Gentleman Jack. I'm going to sit, enjoy the nice evening. I hope you guys are making the most of this weather. If you're in England at the moment, make your plans over the next 10 days to get some... Get outside, man. Just take advantage of this weather. It's here for the next 10 days. It is no less than 20 degrees every day. Yep. Every fucking day. So now is your chance. If you sit in 10 days' time when the rain comes, 
and go, fuck, wish I'd done something. Yeah. More for you. Oh, last thing. This is super last minute. Yeah. Because oh, somebody messaged me about this. It was Brett, I think, messaged about it. And, um, Brett so, Hitman Hart. Yes. Personal friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Brett versus Godzilla. Or he commented or something yeah, like that. So Because we, Die Passes will be back at Black oh, yes. Country Barbell yes. from Monday. So when you're hearing this, Die Passes are back. You've got a yeah, I've had a few people ask me about that, actually. In fact, yeah. we, we get fucking so many messages every yeah. day so you've got a pre-book because there's limited slots you can go to the link in our instagram bio or there and sort it out yeah or well, i can also tell you um huge gym shark sale coming oh. on the 7th yes. of the 7th i'm so getting on that 7th of june at 7 p.m the gym shark sale is going to be on and they only do two of these motherfuckers a year mm. i've actually set the alarm on my phone for dude that. you gotta be quick yeah because it's gonna be up to 50 percent off items across the entire site and this is the big one that they do and when shit goes it's gone mm. it's gone 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 so be prepared uh, i'm going to put a link in the description for the blog you need to read before the sale because it's going to tell you every detail you need to know about all the items and when they're going to go and how uh, possibly they might give you some of the pricings of what's off and what so definitely click the link and check it out because one it's going to give you the information you need two it helps embed in the link, the support that helps this podcast and, and the channels and stuff like that. So by clicking that link, you're literally supporting us as well by doing it as well as helping yourselves get that little bit of a, a bit of foot on the first ring of the ladder of the sale so extravaganza. Yeah. And by us, he means Lex, because I'm definitely not Jim Shark sponsored. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's all circular, isn't it? We've put everything back no, into, no, yeah. into everything I'm, I'm only did. joking. Just it's, the idea uh, of me being Jim Shark sponsored is hilarious in my head. They could have an entrepreneur sponsorship section. Yeah, realistically, they could. Of course I'm, they could. I'm way not. I'm way... They're sponsoring freaking every, every, every kind of avenue under the sun at the yeah, moment. They're I'd, really expansive. Yeah, but I don't have the following that would be useful it's for It's not always about following. Sometimes it's just about the girth of your head. Yes, I've In definitely case, got a girthy head. That'd be it. Yeah, that's definitely not why they, <laughs> they took you on. <laughs> right, right guys. Sh- should we go? Oh, also, who have oh. you got? Mayweather, Logan Paul. Oh, fuck. By the time people watch this, hopefully you'll have seen Mayweather God. dink his fists off Logan's face. Yeah, literally Mayweather. Actually, do you know if I'm honest? What? I really hope Logan knocks him out. It would be amazing it if It would just happened. be brilliant. It would be amazing if It's it not going to happen. No. And it hasn't happened by the time we listen to this, but Mayweather's let's all live in the knowledge, dance. no matter how much you think. Listen, we got Jake Paul is the ass. Logan is really, he's, he's all right. He seems all right. He's just a daft side. He's just done amazingly well, very clever at what he did. And honestly, I hope he lands a shot. Yeah. yeah. It, it, we'd we'd never hear the end of it. Yeah. But it'd be worth it because Mayweather is a bit of a tit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like Mayweather, but he's fucking good at what he does. He's incredible. He's the best, he's the best ever, mm-hmm. I think, at his, what he does. Mm-hmm. Right. We'll see. So, yeah. yeah. Um, other than that, hope you all have an amazing week. Make it a good week. Enjoy the sun. Get out. Make some plans. Enjoy that. Enjoy the energy the sun is giving off. Get outside, put your fucking feet on the earth, go for a walk, hug a fucking tree. Yeah. Find a big ass tree. Finger a tree. Get a book (laughs) and sit down, rub your fingers on the tree and read a bit of a book. And honestly, I tell you what, you're going to come back and you're going to be feeling better. Make your own energy. Have a great week, people. We will see you in the next one. Toodle pip. Did you just do a bicep flex? I did. What was the. Why? I don't know. I'm completely flattered right now. Don't look now. at my head. Look at my bicep. Yeah, I, I'm not trying. I'm so flat right now. <laughs> Let's go uh, drink whiskey and have a fight. Yeah. Two little bit, people. Bye. Bye-bye.